advise you to get off the streets as quickly as possible. It'll soon be a war up there. And we are, as a people, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths. I know for a fact. And to secret proceedings. Weapons of mass destruction. I have a dream. I take the threat very seriously. A new world order. Your government thanks you for your participation. You are now listening to the world-famous Sofa King Podcast. Please, read from sheets. I am. I am. Sofa King. Sofa King. Now repeat all very fast, please. I am Sofa King. Faster. I am Sofa King. No, not so fast. Lose its meaning. I am Sofa King. You say funny things. Yeah. That was your mittens. <laughs> my bib in. Yeah. That was your mittens this episode. My mittens? Yeah. Oh, my mittens. No, I don't pull mittens. Yeah. Dave ain't having it. Dave yeah. has to pull out the mittens before <laughs> I can pull them out now. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> slide whistle last time. <laughs> oh, fuck. I just want to get straight to this whiskey. No shit. It smells so it smells good. So, good. Mm-hmm. so this is from, uh, who's this from? Matthew D. Adams. Yeah. Matthew D. Adams. Oh, man. Um, this is the the Dalmore, <clears throat> and the regular Dalmore made. It was Brad Dalmore and I, twelve too. Brad and I, it made tingly it, tingly beats. Yeah, it made us it made us tickle down there. Yeah, when we took a drink. This it is the Dalmore did. Portwood Reserve. Now this is twice the cost of the regular Dalmore. Oh shit! Really? Tw- straight up double the cost. Damn. It smells. It, it smells, smells amazing. The color too. is rich the color on these and is always dark. Beautiful on the Dalmore. Yeah. It's like polished. It glistens. It looks like copper. Or it's something. got like real even it, legs. Oh man! Like, yeah, it doesn't drip. Just, it just. It just it, yeah, it's just stays. like an even. There's something about the coloration though, on this there shit. Is, where it's there like, is. wow, dude. Yeah. There's a certain. There's like a depth of color that really good whiskey hits. That's hard to. It's like it almost starts to get like in the purple scale. Like, it, yeah, I don't yeah. know. It's like so black, it's purple, you know? Yeah, purple. This yeah. Shit, it's like Wesley Snipes whiskey. Yeah. Oh, God damn. Mm-hmm. It is warm, though. There's, it's weird. It's like warm. smooth, but then there was oh, heat. Man. It it so- keep, oh, God damn. Thank you, Jesus. Oh. Got a little bit of skunky at the end. That was weird. It does. It does get skunky at the end, but a weird, like a sweet skunky. It's so good, dude. That is so good. That's yeah. that Dalmore. I don't think you, they don't have a bad one. I don't. They think can't because the twelve yeah. would be the, the shitty. Twelve one. is their base. Yeah, yeah, true. And that's that's fifty bucks. You know, out of the gate, yeah. and so he good. brought one that was like the cigar blend or something. The but Dalmore. he wasn't. Yeah, like he came into town with our yeah. gift. He had it with him, but he cracked it open at the desk and had it, mm. and said, "Okay, here, let me try it." And it's obviously it was fucking amazing. But this shit, it's good. Every it's bit like is drinking good, candy, man. Candy man, candy man, candy candy man, can. Yeah, it's good. God damn, the second drink is even better. I mean, it is a it is a scotch. It gets oakier. The second yeah. drink is oaky. It's a, I'm, I like scotches. Like, I get oakier every year. Yeah. And it's funny because every time yeah, I'm man. Especially when you drink. Yeah, man. Yeah. You get Talladega on it. Yeah. I, you know, like people always say like scotches are smoky and, you know, and I don't like smoky whiskeys, but they're really not. Like there's a lot of scotches out there that just aren't smoky and they're really good. They're rich. They have a lot of flavor. Yeah, I have um, zero. I taste zero smoke no, there's in the no flavor profile no. on this. Is it scotch? No. 
Yeah, it's a yeah, scotch, scotch, whiskey. scotch whiskey. Yeah, yeah. man, that um, shit is amazing. Yeah, How much scotch, is this shit? Can you say hundred bucks? Yeah, and and, and so like I th- this is the the type like the Nobushi the uh the Chivas um eighteen the uh Mizanara oh that shit was good too yeah the that I mean that Scotch whiskey blend like uh, that's my shit like yeah. that's you know like and I've always said in the past I don't like rye. There have been a couple that have been mm-hmm. good, mm-hmm. Um, but it's like the majority of them aren't to me. Yeah, I think you. it's my stepbrother who says he and, doesn't like fucking scotch. Yeah, and I don't. I just don't think that you've had. Yeah, because I mean, has if, though, but he's very opinionated about things like. Yeah, that, and I mean, but, everybody has, everybody has their their you know their palate. You know what I mean? Like what they like, and like that is just like everything about that drink right there. Uh, is what I like about whiskey. But like it makes me sad. Like, like I can't have that at home. Though. There's like a peanutty aftertaste. Yeah, it's just oh, it's so good. That's like the trick you, is like I realize over. It's over, like your coffees. Um, you like a certain way. Right, you know, like right. like a, a that's certain, the one you put up. You just can't have like that floral. every night. You got to drink the Pendleton for seventeen no, you bucks. Would, no, yeah. you would just and have you a have sip that when that a friend comes over. Like, hey man, you want a glass of whiskey? You can. Here's the thing, because I I reached a point to be able to buy another bottle. See, the problem was I never could do that because I'd go spend a hundred dollars on a bottle of really good whiskey. And it's so good that it's like I just I would just drink it every night until the bottle was gone, yeah. and then it's like the middle of the month, and I'm like, well, I'm not dropping another hundred bucks when I'm fucking yeah. whiskey. <laughs> so the thing that I real like it sort of happened by an accident, and I I give the credit to Instacart because over the pandemic they, fuck, they didn't have it substituted for you. No, no, no. <laughs> I would just be like, I've got whiskey, and I'm doing an Instacart order. And I'm just going to like, I don't know why I never did this at the regular grocery store, but I would just oh. be like, fuck it. I'm just going to throw in a really nice bottle of whiskey. Nothing crazy, like a $50 bottle yeah. and then get it. But then when I got it, I was like, and I had just gotten two good bottles of whiskey from my publisher. And then Zach texted me and said that those two, those two. That fool brings crazy whiskey, crazy dude. Shit. He brings every whistle pig and shit to mind frame when we record. He and lets us taste that. He's shit. texted me a couple times when he goes to Bevmo and he's like, dude, this fucking $60 shit's on sale for 20 bucks. I'm like, dude, I'll give you 20 bucks. if you yeah. get it. So all of a sudden I have like four or five pretty nice bottles in the cupboard. And then every time now I buy and run night, out, right? now I don't run out. Yeah. And I first, I don't know if why you have one bottle I've, you run out. I've reached yeah. a tipping point where it's like, even though I've got these really nice bottles, if I really want, like, I'll have a sip of a nice bottle, but if I've just had a shitty day and I want to drink to numb the pain, <laughs> I don't drink that. Yeah. yeah, I drink a sip of that and enjoy it, yeah. and then I drink Pendleton or I drink, you know, something cheaper. Yeah. So it's like I'm, I'm cupboard. building, I'm building my. Dude, this my has to be decent. top ten for sure. This fucking shit is it's fucking good. It's really good. There's a lot. We have a lot of top tens. I'm <laughs> trying to think. That's what I'm trying to think. Like this, no, like Nobushi. You know what I mean? Like things that are like the problem is some of the stuff that's so good that we had like two years ago and we're not remembering how amazing it was. You know, well, and there's like I kind of remember like my favorites. I can know if I like 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 the Burnside's up there for me. Mm -hmm. Burnside's Um, and then like this, like the Dalmors are really good. The Nabushi's good. The the Shivas Mizunura is very good. Uh, Shivas Eighteen is obviously one of my favorites. Um, Yeah, I mean, there's John Wick. Oh, the uh, oh, Blantons. Yeah, yeah, the Blantons. Okay. Yeah, Blantons is really good, good, man. Blantons is really that one's, good. That one is so, a little touch. Someone smoky. told me that. And these are, all, that, like, uh, these are all affordable. These are all good, affordable whiskey. Like Buffalo yeah, Trace really is made by the Blanton Company or something. That's mm. why it's so yeah, good. It's, it's like the poor man's Blanton. Blanton. Yeah. It's fucking yeah. the Buffalo Trace. Is Eagle good, Rare is really good. Eagle Rare is good. And it's all yeah, like those are all affordable whiskeys, you know. There's there's a ton. Yeah, there's there's really a lot of good good that, whiskeys that if, fucking, you, if you the know problem quiet, is quiet that, man that shit was fucking the, really the problem good is that like nobody in their like just a normal person not saying that we're not normal people we're but we're just normal. in a position we're absolutely not normal people. that's probably true 
But um, like you, you wouldn't that's have why, I you, buy my nails. Well, like what were you saying? We're the we're the third or fifth largest whiskey collection Allegedly. in California. That's in California where there's fucking forty million people. Right. And how many bars are there? Yeah. Um, yeah that's, what a, so, that's what a bar owner told us based yeah, on our whiskey. Most code. people yeah. have not had the opportunity to try yeah, how much you, whiskey. Yeah, you, tried yeah, now. you would, and that's definitely a, a part of it because between what we have here and what crazy ass Zach brings down when we oh, do the mind frame, the Benacci too. Yeah. Which one's that? The Benacci, the black bottle. The that, that's that uh, the one Sammy Walsh, the black bottle. Oh, what about the fucking Magnum one? That was fucking good I don't too. Remember that one? No, I just know yeah, the ones I remember. Benacci, which bottle? Right there. You know what I'm talking about the Lost Distilleries. Oh, I do see it. Yep. So yeah. thank you, Matthew D. Adams. You added to our, our collection. And, and that's the other thing that I really love about the whiskey wall is I'll be like, oh, I want like people have been saying good things about Eagle Rare before I drop, you know, 40, 50 bucks on it. I'm going to come to the studio and, and drink remember, it. You try well, it. And, and you're like, oh, I'll totally yeah. drop 50 bucks on that. And somebody just recently bought uh, Nobushi for their yeah. fiance. A couple. Was it right? Yeah, yeah, actually. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, very good choice. I mean, you, you really can't go wrong with that. That's so. what, like 80? I think so. I think so. it was 60. Yeah. 60, 60 or something like oh, that. That's yeah. a steal for 60, yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's, that's like, why it was so impressive. It's, it's weird mm. that, that uh, whiskey like manufacturers come up with, like, they, they don't use a cork. Like, when you have a bottle, it's so good, and you put a twisty cap on it. It's, like, weird. People judge there that. There might be a reason, though. People too, look you know? at that, though. Yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah. It's why some whiskeys are in green glass instead of clear glass. Right. Or, or yeah. I mean, there's all there's Tradition a reason for all something. that shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I know, I know. Like, yeah, I, de I definitely have my favorites. Like, I, I can, I could easily pick a top five for myself. Um, this you know would what be I mean? Like, for me, man. Like, I know I probably I, forgot I the other ones, so. but this one is fucking I, I, good. Yeah, the, both really Dalmors good. are really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I could easily do a top five, top ten. Um, I probably could easily do a top ten. So you just looking through the bottles, just remembering uh, what's what. But yeah, it. I don't know. I, I don't know. I feel lucky just, I mean, being Very able lucky. to do it. Like it's yeah. not, like I said, not everybody's able to have a sip of the just Le Gavelin or however you say that, that 16, that's yeah, always that's my go-to. Really like good. it's yeah. manly yeah. fucking like you're, you're drinking yeah, liquid not, leather. Not that saying shit's it's a, so good. Yeah, and it's not, not that it's not good. I just, that's not my thing. Right. You know what I mean? Right. That or every time I drink that, I'm like, I'm oh, not God. crazy about super smoky stuff, but the, the smoke with that one is like in the perfect place. I can, I can appreciate it. And I can, I can appreciate it. You know, like I understand, um, but yeah, I just, it's not my thing. So our, every week we give away an El Yucateco hot sack brought to you by El Yucateco hot sauce. And, uh, this week we're giving it to Emily Holzman who, <laughs> I mean, that should a, be a bit <laughs> yeah. some jokes there. Yeah. Took a bean burrito and <laughs> yeah. made like a fucking Caribbean flag. She stepped in her of, holes, man. Out of different. <laughs> I'm surprised uh, she put sauce on it. Yeah. So she's got. But she I had think, to lube it. You can't stick it in dry. <laughs> it's what? Triple X. Caribbean green and black, I think. Yeah. Judging by the color scale. I'm not looking at the picture, but. I don't. That might just be Caribbean and not triple Let me X. see. I don't think it is triple X. It's too orange. Yeah, I think you're right. It's just, yeah. it's just Caribbean, Caribbean green, green and, and black. And black. Um, but I mean, like. There's as much on the burrito as I would put salsa. Yeah, I have to give her credit because that is like I mean, mother. That's a lot. Artistically mm. and aesthetically, like she went for the look, and yeah. it looks like a sushi roll or something. Yes, it does. At first, it I thought does. it was sushi because of coloration, but then I was like, "Damn, that's a lot of fucking." That's I'd be hard. I'd be hard pressed to eat that burrito. I fucking tear it up. There's two empty bottles. I burned two bottles of Triple X. I would be hard pressed to eat that burrito. <laughs> that would be. Yeah. I'd be about a third of the way through. 
and my guts would be grumbling. I'm on like day 31 of keto. I will fucking kill a burrito right now. I would murder someone for a burrito. I want a burrito so bad right now. <laughs> this so happens. I a burrito. <laughs> no, I'm down. I got to be yeah. good. Oh, those fucking tortillas. Did you get them yet? No, they they shipped. Dude, I'm going to hit these people up about the sponsorship. I need. To, I should give you some. I didn't bring them. I got some, another box coming. I'll give you some next week. I'll give you a pack. There's Mr. Tortilla tortillas, and they're fucking one net carb. And I'm usually like calling bullshit on net carbs, but these motherfuckers are made out of oat fiber. So like, usually what happens is you go to the grocery store to tortillas, and you get like, oh, it's 25 fucking carbs, and they add 15 grams of fiber, and like, oh, it's 10 net carbs. And you're like, fuck off. That means it's really like fucking 40 something carbs because you added 15 in fiber. Insoluble fiber adds carbs to it, but they're, you can't count the carbs. This shit is three total carbs per tortilla hmm. and then one net carb. So if you eat four of them, you got four street tacos and the worst case scenario is 12 carbs. And I've still been losing weight. It hasn't fucked up my keto. Yeah. I've been eating tortillas every fucking night and still dropping weight. So they're they're cool. It works. It counts. And they're vegan, we'll which is yep. you you rarely see the those two streams cross. Yeah, and they're on the keto, Amazon. The keto so stream and the, and the vegan stream. Yep. There was fucking there were a ripoff on Amazon though, dude. That's the price. No, because after shipping, it's the same price. You tell me what you're thinking right now, because Alan did the same thing. I was like, nope, it's twenty nine bucks. That's what it is. You got to spend thirty bucks to get those tortillas. That's a lot for some tortillas. It's four packs, though. It's four packs of uh, street taco tortillas, and they're one carb. For me, easily fucking pay that because thirty dollars. Yeah, because the shipping is why they're four ninety nine a pack huh, of that's tortillas. Not bad. But then shipping, they gotta get them to you. Like normal ones are two ninety nine if you go to the store. Yeah, so it's a little more than normal tortillas. Yeah, but they gotta get them to you. And that's okay. But dude, they're fucking good. Like I've I've made quesadillas with them. I I made fucking street tacos with them. I made little pizzas with them. I made all kinds of shit with cinnamon chips. I didn't want four packs as part of the problem. I bought three packs with shipping, and it was like twenty one bucks. Yeah, I I just buy the box. There's a flat box that you get, and there's four packs, and there's like twenty four tortillas in each pack. I don't double up on street tacos anyway, so that's a fucking lot of tacos. That'll last you a long ass time. So, but they are that's like thirty five cents a piece. They're good. I'll bring you some. They're fucking no, I'm good. I'm curious. I should. They, I hope they're receptive. They shipped them Teco and those tortillas. That's yeah. a fucking. They shipped them the same combo. day I ordered them, like directly, or which was odd because normally when you order directly from a company, it's like a week later you finally get a shipping notice. It's like I placed. They're the in order California. At, I put the order at like noon, and at like three o'clock, I got a text that was like, "Oh, we've just shipped your order." I was like, "God damn!" And they had some, some crazy, like, uh, like crazy, like flash sale on Instagram the other day, but I didn't buy it because it was a slightly different, like, variation of the recipe. They had burrito-sized tortillas the other mm. day, but it was for like two days only or some shit. They don't always oh. do it, and I didn't get them because I was yep. like, mm, "Slippery slope." That's I'm that's curious, more like twenty to total carbs. Yeah, yeah, well, well, I'll try them and then we'll try to. Yeah, yeah. I had to turn on my headphones. <clears throat> Here's the fucked up man. You got green pus coming out of that motherfucker. Well, yeah, it's just it's like. Did it and, clear up? Well, yeah, but now with these headphones on, it's like I'm, it's wet again. Like <laughs> it's just not. Mm. These not headphones, good. our last headphones, dude, the old ones used to give me fucking cauliflower ear. Well, like, it's, oh, yeah, it's ears not rough, dude. that. It's the sound. I think. I, I think I'm. Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, I'm just falling apart. I don't know. Did a doctor look in there? Yeah. Okay. No, he did. He didn't. No, like, they, Jesus Christ. He looked like in there and he's like, "Oh yeah." He's like, "You have a there's a blockage." And I was like, okay. And he looked in the other one. He's like, oh, yeah, you got wax. He's like, I can tell you've been putting stuff in that ear. And did I he said, clear yeah. it out? Yeah. Then they did uh, a la- lavage or whatever mm-hmm. and um, and cleared it out. And then, yeah, like a piece of a big, like a, a piece of membrane comes out. And, and, and I was like, what is that? And he's like, it's skin. He's like, so what happens is your skin gets disattached and then it'll come out. And that's why you get ear pain because that, that hurts. He's like, you ever got in the shower? You know what I mean? With skin missing. And I said, uh, yeah, I've done that plenty. I do jujitsu. 
Damn. You know, <laughs> and so he's like, uh, he's like, yeah, that's what that is, just skin that's coming out. And I was like, oh, so yeah, so they cleaned it out. That came out a membrane piece, and then uh, it looks like a wet Q-tip almost. Mm-hmm. It's gross. We could follow up on tortillas. Yeah, it, it is. Like, yeah. yeah, and then uh, yeah, it kind of looks like a tortilla a little mm. bit. Yeah, and then yeah, but I don't know, man. Like like just because a friend of mine had that happen, and he kept trying to rinse it out, and nothing happened, and then he finally went to the doctor. To, to get it fully flushed out and cleared out, and it was a yeah. fucking dead spider in his I head. had a spider. That's your, oh, I'm your friend, you? motherfucker. No, no, no. That's it was me. somebody else, too. <laughs> Remember, I told that on the show. Used to play D, somebody who's okay. played D&D with had it. Because I did yeah. that when I was like fucking, I was like the third grade. I kept hearing this like fluttering. He was in his 30s. Like, you know, people do this like, Oh, yeah, I remember that you telling thing me that, yeah. By your ear, it sounded like that constantly. I was like, oh, and then we'd have this like super hard pain. And I was like, what the fuck? And I closed my eye. And my mom finally got down with one of those little booger sucker things and kept putting hot water in my yeah. ear and sucking it out. it out. And a fucking spider ran out. Like it fucking yeah. ran out. Like it was fucking oh, no, living This there. one was like a big dead spider in Mine was ear. alive, dude. Oh, hatching fuck. eggs and shit. That happens yeah. when you're sleeping, man. You don't even know. They're crawling across oh, your mouth and shit. Oof. But I guess yeah. like I was like, why is this happening now? Like it's like you know, like it never happened to me before, right? And that guy, as you just get older, fucking things change, and you know, I'm just producing more earwax and yeah. shit than yeah. than I was before. Every and I'm like, once oh, in a while, dude. Usually, great. I use fucking Q-tips, cool. and I'm like, okay, my ears are dry. Nothing on the Q-tip. This fucking like a couple of weeks ago, I was like, oh, what the fuck? I got like a bunch like, of wax. I got like fucking Dr. Pepper on this Q-tip. What's yeah. happening in here? Am I dying? Yeah, earwax. It's just random though. Yeah. Not usually. Yeah, and you can use peroxide or or debrox or whatever the shit is, and it'll come out. But, bottle. I'm just gonna read it. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. The first time I flushed my ear out though, and it was clogged up, man, a fucking dime sized piece of wax came out. I was like, how did it fucking come out of there? Right. How does how it, it get out? Yeah. Right. Well, I had a fucking bulb sucker yeah. fucking squeezing hot sucker. water in there. Yeah, you squeezing hot water in there, and that motherfucker came out. And I was like, how the fuck is that even possible? Right. But apparently, I don't know. A lot of wax. A lot of wax in there. Our uh, patrons have a lot of wax. Yes, they do. <laughs> nice. In their nice. ears. One yeah. of them is a DJ. Yeah. So uh, we like to shout out our patrons. Uh, we're just going to go through a couple this week. Uh, we want to make sure that we give you all shout outs. You deserve credit. Uh, you support us. It means the world. Um, and uh, we want to we want to thank you um, on air. And the first of them for the week is Wayne Goldbeck. Hmm. Wrestler. For sure. Really? Wayne I thought Goldbeck. I thought uh, I hey, really shitty wrestler. Maybe. What? What? I thought like? ice hockey. Ice hockey. Oh, that thought, does sound like a I hockey thought, name. I thought ice skater. Mm, like yeah. a figure skater. Yeah, yeah. Figure fabulous skater. outfit. Yes, fabulous. Yeah. Let's take him down a notch. He's an ice skater. Yeah, <laughs> all the way down. He's, he delivers the swan. He didn't yeah. carve that right. shit. He had right. nothing to do with yeah, the artistic yeah, yeah, part. Yeah. He just brought the swan. Yeah, yeah. In like yeah. a shitty cargo van. Yeah. And he, he broke just, one of the one of the wings is fucked up yeah. too when it got there. Yep. He just sews the sequins <laughs> on the ass of the ice skater's yes. suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ice skater. So thank you, Wayne Goldback. If you're an ice caterer, I doubt there's much money in that gig. So we really appreciate the patronage. Sculpting an ice one, might, there might be some money. All, he just fucker. delivers them. Yeah, he delivers them. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. ice catering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, can you tell? You can company? you tell whoever whoever makes the swans to get a hold of us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. you, Wayne. Yeah. Just tell somebody. We'd like to place a standing order so that every Sunday we have an ice sculpture of all three of that's us. A, that that's what I'm at. talking about. <laughs> like each of us have a whiskey, whiskey glass. over it. Oh, I want one that you pour the whiskey on the head and it just runs yes. down. Yes. That's some fucking Bezos level shit. Yes. I want it to it's be like, like not how we really would think of that. He would not think of that. Every day my bar is is stocked with a new ice Dave. Yeah. Just in case. But they need to embellish us. We don't have to look like we really look. I want us to have like buff pecs and oh, yeah, like superhero our pecs Dave. Yeah. Through our abs and lands yeah. on our whiskey glass yeah, that yeah, we yeah. set below it. Yeah. yeah. 
Fuck That'd yeah. be sweet. It's chilled. And it uh, needs to be carved. Like, I, I'll spend money on the design. Like, it needs to be carved so that at a, like, if like 15 minutes in, I pour the whiskey, it like drips down into an ice whiskey glass. Yeah. If an hour later, it like drips down and, and you know, comes through your taint. And two <laughs> hours later, it's like, I want to know like what time it is. Because it's like, oh, fuck, I wanted to have a whiskey, but I need to wait 15 more minutes because I don't want it to come out of my nipples. You know how telling yeah, this shit is, yeah. though? Like, right now, we're fucking bullshit half-ass famous, and that ain't happening. We get a lot of free whiskey, but we don't get ice sculptures you can pour through taints. If you had $100 million, you'd fucking want that fuck, shit. Fuck, yes, I would. Yeah, if I had $100 million, dollars, I would do it. Shit. You would yeah. do it. Yeah. I probably would. Money I, fucks I people up, man. Yeah. You want fucking ice taints. I would at least have it designed and get it once. <laughs> yeah. And right. then I've got the well, design. That'd be a birthday ready. Party. And then anytime yeah. I want to have somebody over, even a barbecue, just having two people over yeah, for maybe dinner. Maybe it's a little freezer mold. It's the size of a turkey. No. You know what I mean? No. no. I'm, I'm trying to be reasonable here. You can no. freeze it yourself. I have a hundred yeah, million stupid. dollars. I'm not trying yeah, to be yeah, right. that, right. That's ridiculous. I know. I was trying to be humble for a second. Green MMs bigger than life. Yeah. If someone's using AutoCAD to fucking break down the melt point and where the whiskey's dripping, like it's got to be big. It's big. Yeah. I just want a brandy glass full of M&Ms. Yeah. That's my only request. Green I love, M&Ms. I love M&Ms. They're pretty good. All right. Then we have Ethan Craddock. Craddock. He can see in the dark. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> How'd you come to know that? Fact? I think it's a Riddick. There's a Riddick. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. what it's coming from. Yeah. Craddock. He can hear in the dark. Yeah, that's yeah. stupid. Yeah. <laughs> he can hear in the dark. <laughs> so can the rest but of us. But he can't. Well, no. But he can't hear in the light, though. That's oh, true. That's, that's true. Watch that's out. It. He has to stay in that. In the dark. That's I his excuse hear. for getting creepy with girls. He's like, let's turn off the lights and listen to this record. Like, <laughs> why the lights got to go off? Like, I have this thing. It's, I can only hear in the dark. Yeah, yeah right. I'm right. out of here. Yeah. Fucking creeper. Well, I will, you would also be suspicious of that conversation because... He's quite obviously communicating with you yeah. by true. hearing. Oh, true. <laughs> yeah. I call bullshit. You heard me call you a creep. Yeah. And, and that's because I sit in the shadows. Yeah. yeah. And then during the day, he's a movie critic. I mean, he just wears a blindfold. Yeah. He can talk to you. Right. Yeah. yeah. If he wears a blindfold, he can hear you. Oh, that's yeah. true. Yeah. He, well, that's and true. he, he thought, closes his eyes. Why do you blink so long? Right. Well, he's he thought listening. all movies were silent mm-hmm. until he figured out the blindfold yeah. trick. Right. Yeah. Right. The audio is all right. choppy on this. I can only hear like every couple seconds. Yeah. Blink, blink. Poor guy. It's a great superpower. Shittiest superpower. Is it any better than regular hearing? No. Maybe you're. It's actually a little bit worse. Like synesthesia. He hears in color. Oh, that's weird. That happens. There's people like that. Stop talking to me like that, bro. Then we have. Now, this is a wrestler. Stu Steimer. Stu. Yeah. Whose name's Stu? Stu Steimer. <laughs> that Fucking guy, apparently. Stu Steimer with the Steimer Stunner. <laughs> like, Stu uh, is so 1950. Fuck like, yes, it fuck? is. Because yeah. I know a couple of Stuarts. <laughs> How old is this guy? But I don't know any of them that ever went by Stu. No. <sighs> He's got to be just old or his parents were fucking old when they had him. Yeah. Like, oh, let's name him after Stu. Or we can name him Buzz. Like it was <laughs> his older brother's yeah. Buzz. Yeah, yeah, Buzz and Stu. <laughs> if it's a girl, we'll name her Esther. <laughs> Maybe Pearl. Yeah, exactly. That's an old ass name. Yeah, it is. Stu. Stu. So thank you, patrons. If, if, if your name could be dinner, <laughs> well, if your name could be dinner, you're fucked up. It's yeah. short for stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> stupid baby. There That's you what go. they always call him and just turn into stew. Get over here, you stew. You. No, just stew. Yeah. stew. And don't forget, uh, Podbelly, go to podbelly.com. Uh, podcast, podcast, podbelly, podbelly. Let's get started. So our topic today, um, we've talked about Anal him. seepage. Yes. 
Where did my freaking notes go? Alestra. Um, our topic today, we've talked about this person um, on a couple of occasions when we've talked about alien abductions. We've talked about alien implants. Um, he's come up. I remember um, seeing his book in the mall. And I, in my mind, I remember seeing the great alien on the cover. And I always thought it said, I just walked by and was like, I wonder what that is. And I thought it said white cyber, but it was Whitley. Weird. Streber, oh, Streber. Right. Yeah. And I, I just like glanced at it. And for years, I was always like, man, I should get that book. Whatever's had the alien on the front. And I thought white cyber for years. I fucking thought white about that. Cyber, right. I don't know what it was. Makes I thought it no was white cyber. Neither does Whitley Street. It was also like 1989 or something yeah. probably in the mall. It fucking that doesn't make any sense either. What's that place called? Wood. That was Wal- uh, B. Dalton's uh, or Walden B. Books. B. Walden's, Walden's books. Walden's books. It was Walden's yes. books. I remember it was on the yeah. in-cap. So the, my, uh, if you don't know anything about him, uh, you can go back and well, you'll hear more about him right here. But I've talked about uh, him before. You were just going for it. No, I just want to taste it uh-huh. again. It's like your fifth pour today. No, it's little pours. It's little pours. Yeah. Fucking Dave is like the, the goddamn sleeves. whiskey police. Over well, it's because I got to fucking ice skate uphill on the third episode to make shit happen. Have I had a southern accent? <laughs> Have I had a southern accent at <laughs> any point in time? That's not my concern. That's the trigger, though. That's when you know. <laughs> no. That's when you know. No, it's not. I'm not wearing a bib. Everything is fine. A bib? I will admit I'm nor I will admit this. I'm man enough to admit I'm normal. Normally I'm concerned when I see this much pouring because by the third episode, it's really just Brad and I talking and then a bunch of jokes that never happened with nothing. No, no substantive. No you uh, show me the episode, um, but I will admit last week I was nervous and you, you brought your game. Yeah. So I, I'm willing to I'm admit, acclimating, bro. I'm acclimating. I'm willing to admit that last week I was very scared when we got to our third episode. He but was. You too. delivered. You I'm navigating delivered. the maze that is yeah. whiskey. Yeah. I got this. Um, so it's amazing. Uh, Whitley Strieber, uh, my connection with him, um, I have two weird Whitley Strieber. I'm all, I'm not used to that either because I'm used to calling him Striber. Yeah, I want to say Striber too. So but bad. Everyone said Strieber, so I'm trying yeah. to. We might as well just call him Whitley Bieber and get it out of the way. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I thought that too. That crossed my mind. Whitley Bieber. Yeah. yeah. So um, favorite music artist. First thing is, and I I know I've told this story, but I have no fucking idea. And I couldn't remember. I tried was. to pull it out of Dave upstairs, and he said, "We'll wait till I go downstairs, and I have to wait for it, just like you guys." Well, I don't remember what that was. I said, "Is this the owl?" Yeah, is this where is this what frightened you as a child with the great oh, yeah, and the owl story? That ties yeah. Into it. yeah. But so, so the the first as a as a twenty something when I was in college, I went to visit my friend Andy. Um and I'm I'm mostly positive. I think he, he lived in Silver Lake at the time. Myself, my brother, my friend Mike Hine and Andy. Um, and you guys have met, I know you've met Andy. I don't yeah, know if you I did. Brad's met Andy, yeah. Andy <clears throat> um, but a couple times. We went down to Andy's place and uh, we were going to see Kids in the Hall. They were performing. Oh, shit. Live. You saw Kids yeah, in the it was Hall? fucking amazing. You watched a live showing or live like show? Oh, okay. Yeah, they did a live show. Man, that's fucking cool. Show. So um, I think it was at the Largo Theater, actually. The We went to see Kids in the Hall and uh, got back that night. The next morning, um, we had to come back as I had class in the morning and so forth. And we got there. I'm an insomniac. I don't sleep at the time. I didn't drink. Everybody else got drunk as fuck and, and passed out. So I'm just sitting there alone, you know, in Andy's apartment in silver Lake. And he's got like all, all the walls are lined with photos of him with fucking Bill Murray Everyone, and fucking yeah. all the people he's worked. Cause he did sound in movies and TV. 
and he just had a stack of photos on his table and I'm looking through the photos. I was finally getting sleepy. I was like, I could probably go to sleep pretty soon. And I'm flipping through the photos and there's a picture of Andy with his full sound rig on with like a couple other sound people and some, I don't know, some other crew members. Um, and they're all posing out in the woods, um, some movie shoot somewhere. And I already have a phobia of gray aliens at this right. point. I've had one since I was a child. And again, if you go back and listen to the alien abduction episode, uh, if you look at the boxes you tick for someone who is a quote unquote alien abductee, all the psychological things that have occurred or things they've witnessed or experienced, I've experienced and the you got that thing in your foot. You have, have like thing, a weird yeah. fucking thing in your foot. So all the I tick all the boxes. Do I really know that I've been abducted by aliens or think I have? Not really. But whatever the psychological phenomenon of being an abductee is, right. I am. Like I tick. You those woke boxes. up with your butt sore. Exactly. Check. Yeah. yeah. So I'm flipping through his fucking pictures and there's a picture of him in the woods and in the background, it's a Polaroid in the background of this Polaroid. There's a fucking gray alien standing in the mist and you can see like it's torso and head. You did like not coming story out, the record. coming out from the site, like from behind a tree, like looking out from a tree. And it's foggy, and they're in the woods. It looks like it's the fucking redwoods or something. Does he and currently have this picture that I can see? I want to see this real bad. I'm sure he still has the picture. I shit my fucking pants. I shit my pants. Couldn't get him to wake up because they're fucking drunk. They're hammered. This is hanging out. on the wall. This is in a stack of Polaroids okay. on, his, on his table. Polaroid, too. Yeah. It wasn't fucking. Yes, right. yes. So I'm shitting my pants. I don't think I slept at all because I'm so fucking phobic about gray aliens anyway. And I mean, he's on a movie set, though right he's filming a movie yeah but you yeah yes right but he's like to but my knowledge he? he's is never he? done any movies that had anything to do with an alien right like at all um is he but in the morning it turns out that he did because <laughs> he worked on communion oh shit and they were taking a picture and one of the prop guys like photobombed their picture with a gray alien from behind mist. a tree yeah. um and i don't even think andy knew that the alien was in the photo Dude, that alien's kind of whatever i watched communion last night but i'm gonna tell you right now i got chupacabra it fucked with me i can't it's, watch it dude it's I can't just watch so it. creepy I can't because and he like it's the way they went about presenting it too because they said is that someone here is that someone there like he fucking says it and looks at the fucking like wardrobe and just the fucking edge yeah. of a gray alien yes. face not even a gray though it's like fucking i don't know like orange or something in that movie but it fucking is just sitting there looking at you and just the thought that thought is so haunting because i have sleep paralysis and that mm -hmm. fucking creepy mm -hmm. presence in the room thing it is the most fucking terrifying most thing of the time ever it's me and for <laughs> in his underwear <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. yeah um but yeah it's just something about that like it's just looking at you and it sees you and you know it's fucking there. Right. It's, I don't know what it can't is. Can't do man. anything about it. Yeah, you can't do anything no, about but when, it. But again, when I was young at the conference center, I always saw a white owl. I was on the third floor it, where my bedroom Something was. Something about owls, too. And there, was always, there was just, always a white owl it. outside and no one else in the family ever saw the white owl. And I, my mom had this little nook in her bedroom that, where she had a bunch of books. And she had, she was like a Wiccan. So she had all these like freaky crystal healing aura reading, whatever books. And I never used to like to go in there because she had a copy of communion with that creepy ass fucking alien. Yeah, you've mentioned that before. Yeah. You, and, yeah. and it was in there and I didn't like to go in the nook because Just she always had the out. book facing yeah. out. Have you seen that? Those are baby owls. What is that? Yeah, that doesn't. Oh, they look like aliens. Yeah, but they look like little aliens standing there. 
Yeah, they do. That's, that's fucking weird. That's but um, so anyway, I never, I never like to go in there because the book cover to this day, I have a copy of the book and I think I ended up putting it in my office like at work, like go away. Yeah, the cover, I don't yeah. want it in my, you know, on the odds that it somehow gets turned out. But, um, at one Did you point read it? you said you read it. Um, I've tried to read it about four times <laughs> and I, I'm no, no bullshit. 60. I get, I get to, I don't know if I get to page 60, I get to page whatever. And I honestly get, I get beyond, I get beyond chupacabra. I get irrational. Right. Like I can't sleep for weeks <laughs> for weeks dude about uh, it like, i kind of want to read it so it's so bad but um i was talking to my mom again in my 20s it was after the communion movie came out and i was like and h we had hbo and i was like oh communion's coming on at eight if you want to watch it i figured i figured you might want to watch it she was like communion and i was like yeah communion a book about the the aliens, Whitley Stryber. You have it in know. there in the office. She was like, I don't know what you're you know, talking about. You know, crackers and grape juice. I was like, lining up. you have the book. And she was like, I don't have that book. I've never heard of it. And I was like, you've had that book like forever. Like you've always had that book. It's in your collection. It's got a yeah. great alien on it at the conference center. It used to be there. And she was like, I don't. and then of course, when I looked it up, like the book wasn't even out yet. So I don't know. Mm. So once I started seeing the cover and was associating it. it with whatever the fuck I was afraid of in this creepy nook in the corner of my mom's bedroom, that kind of freaked me out a little bit too. But That's- I despise the cover of that book. And people will like send me like a photo to try to like spook me of like some scary gray alien with teeth and like evil. Not looking. that it's one. Like, nope. It's there's a very particular look and it looks very innocent and it's fucking awful. Like it gives me cold. Sw- I literally it's the communion one. Right? It's the communion. Yeah. one. If I looked at it for too long, it's almost plasticky. I probably wouldn't sleep. And like I was like very careful when I was researching because I knew up, I yeah, knew yeah. I would hit the thing and not be able to sleep tonight. Yeah, it seems silly, but ah, just the fucking eyes, man. The stare and the thought that if, if it was real. Right, I mean, there's a right. lot of people that report it. Right. I have my opinions about this fucking guy. He's a writer. I do too. He's very imaginative. And I didn't know um, what I know. I mean, we should, well, we should probably get yeah. into it, but like, I'm, I'm the not dirty, as dirty. big a believer. We've been saying so, his name, though. It counts. We have. We have. Yeah. So what I didn't know is that before his encounter with the quote-unquote visitors, he was already... A fairly successful writer. Yeah, like, and then I have fucking issues with that. Like for you, you know what I mean? Like if you were going to become delusional, right. you have the fucking oh, faculties the most about vivid, you, the most vivid yeah. imagination and right. creativity right. that you could make these grandiose yeah. fucking like scenarios right. and creatures and everything. See, now he's trying to overdo the whiskey. You notice that? What do you mean? <laughs> You, do you notice it? <laughs> I no, I broke out of Sophie King Brent went to mind frame Brent is what happened right now. Oh, I see. Because yeah. uh, I'm with Dave. We got another right. comfort, we got another level over here. I don't, that, yeah. I don't grandiose. Like it. It's I actually grandiose. like like down from take it down right. a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh, never mind. No, I, yeah, I really despised it. <laughs> don't so, you try to use despise. I was like, this motherfucker right here. He wrote The Hunger and uh Wolfen, which were both horror movies. Mm-hmm. Like when I was a kid, I remember them coming out. Um, at like a lot of the articles that I read said that pre communion, he was like, everyone was saying he's the next Stephen King. Yeah. Because he they, writes they horror made films. Movies. Yeah. He was like, they were signing like multi-million dollar contracts to get the rights to his books before the books were even done. So he they could make movies out of it. So that's books. like alibi or bad strategy for, well, he shouldn't have done communion and claim the whole alien fucking thing right. went nonfiction right. because yeah, now they're we'll, not going to make your movie. Yeah. We'll get into that. Yeah. 
Um, he himself didn't like Christopher Walken playing him in one interview. It said that he didn't like him because it made him look like a jerk. You can see the weird method acting, like fucking weirdness. Mm-hmm. Christopher Walken's so strange. Yeah, he is. And, and movies were different then, to be honest, yeah. too. Like, just the structure of how it, it unfolded, it was mm-hmm. very weird. You're like, where's the plot? Like, where's the character development? Well, the whole fucking it's story like, is like, I think that's how the book is. I think that's yeah. how, because it's not, to, like, even doing this research, it was really fucking hard because it's like, can I just get a timeline of what happened that night? And it's like, no, you cannot. Like, it there's doesn't one, exist. There's like, one 45 minute video with him and then dramatization scenes in between right. him talking and an interview. Thing, like, I don't think it's an accident, to be honest. I think it's, I honestly think it's an active bunch of cease and desists. Yeah. I think if an article comes out or a blog comes out that summarizes what happened, I think he's like, take that shit down. If you want to <laughs> know, if you want to, if you want to know what happened, fucking buy my book. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, anyway, he said that Dan Aykroyd was supposed to play him. But the studio went with uh, with that would have been good actually. Dan, I think yeah, so too. I honestly good. think I think that would have worked. Chris Falcon was so weird. The makeup, yeah. the whole fucking weird. Thing. He looked like David Bowie in fucking uh, an alien flick. Like he had like eyeshadow on. There's a lot of makeup going on with all that shit. Right, dancing with aliens. Than, uh, yeah. yeah, that's that's the right time. Yeah, it was dancing with aliens. That's that's a good movie. Yeah. And I think David Bowie was in The Wolfen, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Eric so. Clapton did the fucking score for uh, Communion. Oh, really? Yeah. Damn. Um, so he, uh, even as a child, like one interview that I read with him said that strange things would happen to him as a child, which again is kind of part of the abductee narrative. Um but he yeah, the documentary centered focus on the cabin experience and it didn't get into the childhood where the movie right. portrayed that. And I wasn't sure, but then I started to look at your notes and there was a bunch of crazy claims that weren't in the movie. wasn't in the Wikipedia. wasn't in the other stuff I read. Wasn't they came in the from later books. Yeah. They came from the books, which is suspect. It is suspect. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he said that I, I won't read the whole thing cause it's a really long quote, but he talks about like one of the encounters he remembers as a child his parents went out of town and he was old enough that, that he stayed there cause he didn't want to go. And, um, at one point he watched TV, it got dark and he went up to his room and when he turned it on, he said that there's a small window above the air conditioner that he could never get to and has never opened in his life. And that the window was open and he called his mom at the cabin they were staying at or wherever they were. And she said, well, if you think someone's in the house, just call the police, like hang up and call the police. Right. So he called the police and then the police came by. And it was like Barney Fife because it was like small town shit. Yeah, small town He's shit. He's 11 years old too. I remember being 11 and waking right. up and like in the middle of the night and see like your fucking coat hanging on a fucking globe yeah, yeah, with yeah, a yeah. baseball bat yeah. next to it and like Yoda's in the corner. You're like, right. oh my God, what the fuck is that thing? So he said that the cop gets there, gets out of the car, walks up and between leaving the car and getting to the front porch, he's become so terrified that he's drawn his gun. Yeah. And he's like what's up with this cop? And like the cop is like shitting his pants and like goes through the house fucking at gunpoint, like freaked out. And then finally is like, like shut the window kid. There's nobody in your house. And he like fucking gets the fuck out of sprints to his car and like takes the fuck off. And he said that he remembered a lot of encounters where he would be alone in the house or be with one other person in the house. And the other person would be like overwhelmingly terrified. They do always say that with those like uh, abduction experiences. There's an overwhelming, there's fear, an overwhelming uh, dread, dread. And f- like, which it's I not had. It's with not my just, fucking... per- there's the sleep paralysis, hypnagogic state. You can't move your body aspect of it. I've had, but that. there's also deep, 
paralyzing fear, which is what I'm talking about. Like if I watched, I'm not joking. If I watched the movie communion, I would, I would be paralyzed with fear all night, every night. We should totally do probably two showing of that. Like a watch party. We should do it. No, he's not going to go watching knowing what's going to happen with me and you, me and Brad sitting next to you on fucking popcorn and shit. Nope. Really? No. Wow. It's irrational, dude. I can't explain like the level of fear. Nothing else I can think of summons that much fear in me that's weird it's fucking bizarre i think you're abducted for it's sure fucking bizarre you're traumatized dude. um so uh anyway um that was his his childhood he, he goes to film school in london um and then he becomes uh an advertising agent a quite successful advertising agent in the 70s vice president yeah. of the agency <clears throat> yeah um so he pulls some some don draper action and then he starts getting into writing. I mean, a bunch of shit that people have never heard of. I mean, Wolfen and the Hunger were his biggest ones. He had two others that were turned into films called Black Magic and The Night Church. I don't think I've seen there those. There are people that dislike him. They call him trash fiction. You know, right. like they don't. There's people that very much <clears throat> don't like his. Don't like him. And a lot of people described, even people who weren't talking shit about it, said that they're pulp horror. Yeah. Like they're not, you know, and I wouldn't call Stephen King pulp horror. I wouldn't elevate it to the level of literature, but they're good, solid books, a lot of character development, et cetera. As soon as you call something pulp, it's like you're just churning them out, you know, to be, you know, it's like pulp detective, not novels. It's like it's this, oh, I created a detective, and then let's figure out how many ways. Pulp Fiction, the title Pulp Fiction, what is that trying to hint at? It's a type of criminal. Pulp Fiction was usually crime-based shitty novels of like yeah. quick crime stories I never even, that came I which is, thought which about is perfect title. for quentin tarantino 40s and 50s yeah. Yeah. yeah for sure for sure so um he writes a bunch he goes through a weird portion where he starts to write about um which again i think this ties into later stuff he, he switches from writing about horror to writing about the end of the world. He starts to write, he writes a couple of novels about nuclear Armageddon and surviving nuclear Armageddon. One of which is a young adult novel that came out in 85. That's weird. A, I didn't know there were really young adult novels in 85 and B, I didn't know there were any about fucking nuclear Armageddon. (laughs) And he wrote one about, which ties uh, in because the, the, The theme that everyone always has a narrative that anyone that has an encounter, there's always this like repetitive narrative of Armageddon, of yes. the end of the world, yep. of yep. some kind of apocalypse. Mm-hmm. It's always like this injected thought or memory. So this definitely ties into that. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if there's some sort of like mental issue where it's not um it's not aliens abducting people. No, that's exactly what I'm wondering. Because when I was a child, yeah. I was obsessed with the end of the world. Yeah, I yeah. was obsessed with Nostradamus. I had an ulcer. I had to see a shrink because I was consumed with nuclear Armageddon, the yeah. end of the world disaster. I wonder, yeah, I wonder if it is some sort of just like uh, it's it it's related it's a defense to, mechanism. Yeah, it's related to alien like abduction, but really mm-hmm. it's like something that us as humans right. go through. Like it's it's an actual issue, right? Uh, and it kind of consumes you as a person, right? You know, I wonder if that, that's it's. I, I mean, I, th- I always think the same thing. Like it's like well. Beavers build dams no matter where they're at, right? It's that thing where we are the same machine. We have the same experience. So maybe that is some inherent thing that's psychologically like programmed into our DNA that we have like a propensity to do that. It makes sense though too, because like as humans, we want to survive. Like that's our our goal. We always look to a leader and a higher power and like the ultimate fear is death. You know what I mean? We all have that. Yeah. And the end of the world is obviously the biggest fear for Mm -hmm. anybody. Right. 
So well, that was yeah, my and know. that was I mean that was part of what I said. I'm assuming I said in the alien abduction episode a million years ago. Um, a ninety percent of the people who claim to be alien abductees are probably full of shit and they're trying to get attention or mm-hmm. they're reading into it or whatever. But if you take that pure chunk of people who genuinely experience these things or have these fears or whatever, it's again, I'm not going to say they've all, we've all been abducted by aliens. I have no reason to yeah. believe that. I I don't even think it's probable. You know, there's um, that built in thing when you see people there's like a that. similar thing going on. There's some psychological there's something, something thing happening, yeah. that is too similar across the board yeah. to just rule off like some trauma some yeah. fucking something i you don't know, know where though like how like there's just this human ability that's built in like like in 20 seconds you can sum someone up a little bit you know what i mean you're like right. i know that fucking bitch yeah that bitch is gonna claim fucking she got hurt on the job and wear wrist yeah. braces and shit <laughs> right. say she needs carpal tunnel syndrome or some shit right, right. You're right. like i know that fucking chick yeah, i work yeah. with a chick like that you act just like that you look like that you have that fucking behavior mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so you can kind of see it and then sometimes you're like this motherfucker looks like someone I hire. I bring over to a barbecue. I'd right. be friends with that motherfucker. I can tell they feel genuine. They feel legit. They were scared. Right. You see it, in the, and you're like, that's a normal fucking person. They right. saw some shit. They had an experience, and you see it. Where sometimes it's just your bullshit fucking alarm goes off right away. You're like, this motherfucker's full of shit. Right, right. Feeling it with the fucking Strieber a little bit, dude. Doing this research, man. I my opinion on him really flipped. Yeah, on, because on he's because this guy. he's a fucking author. And he, you know what I mean? It's like he had something to gain from it. Is, is well, a big and, thing. and how, and as like we've seen in the past, like, I mean, obviously he's a smart guy. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm not even saying he's consciously lying. No, I no, think he no, has. I'm a, saying, uh, I'm saying, look at, look at smart people who have gone crazy. I think he has false. You know memory. what I mean? Like right. that's, that's like, uh, like I have some friends and I won't name any names, but there's like some shit where like, you know, they think they could do this or that and they get like into it where they're like, oh, maybe like even myself, man, you look at a fucking marble or a pencil and you're like, maybe I can move that motherfucker. Yeah. Maybe I can move <laughs> and, it and if it I focus on the shard now. Yeah. You know what I mean? So there's like, and I'm a pretty fucking, oh, I can't say I'm really saying I'm probably kind of crazy, but <laughs> like a normal person has thoughts like maybe I can make yeah. that light turn green if I right. thought hard yeah. enough. I mean, R. Kelly thought he could fly. Exactly. Yes. You know, so I'm just, I'm just saying that it, it's, it's not a stretch right. of someone's a little bit off that maybe they're having false memories like they're delusional a little bit and then they believe their own fucking you can also you can also want something to happen so bad that you believe that it actually happened well think what a normal person like i am not as imaginative as fucking dave i can't come up with an entire fucking universe of people and a fucking culture and a race and all these fucking species and beings that are going to be in this fucking story and all these events that have occurred in detail i don't have that fucking talent yeah but someone that does if they are also delusional right. on top of it. But here's, it, oh here's, the, here's totally the other thing, like, though. Like, I'll, I'll put my fucking sister on blast. Like, when I in my 20s. Blast or what, no. Was blast. really. She stole like, my Stretch Armstrong. When I was bitch. really going was in my through, 20s. <laughs> like, all of my, like, the worst of my abductee fucking lockdown night terrors. Like, all that shit happened in my 20s when I was yeah. in college. And the more they started to happen to me. And the more that I would talk about them to my family, the more my sister became convinced that she was also, yeah. you oh, know, yeah, and yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. this is bullshit. Yeah. Like the whole time I was like, come on. Yeah. Like this is 100%. You never liked every, the Ramones. Everything I've said, like <laughs> yeah. everything I've said, you're just taking what a I month said. later, yeah. you're saying it fucking happened to you and you're exaggerating. And I was like, I'm just not I, buying. You know what though? I don't know because my, my, my buddy at the time we were in high school and he got, 
he had appendicitis and had to go to the hospital, surgery, the whole nine, right? I was so worried about getting appendicitis. <laughs> a month later, I got appendicitis. Right, right. Went and fucking had surgery. Right. No shit. Yes. You have a scar and everything. I yeah. See, oh, yeah. Appendix? Fuck oh yeah. shit. Yeah. I was so fucking worried about yeah. it. You that I fucking appendix. got yeah. appendicitis yeah. and I had yeah. to go to the doctor yeah. and fu- at the hospital emergency room and have surgery. Emergency and again, surgery because I was gonna I die. I don't think she was lying. Yeah, but that's I not think saying you're, you're she head. was taking all that's, of it in so, and suddenly internalizing it. That's yeah. what I'm saying. False but it's memory. like you, d- like I could tell you don't have the fear, like, yeah. and that's the through line. Like she never had that fucking paralyzing throat gripping fear of these things. You that's never why know. I went for Brad. I mean, like she grew up with day. you. Like it could have fucked. She didn't grow up with me. Oh uh, well, maybe. That's why I went for Brad. Like the, Which, maybe, but it's true. I mean, a lot of abductees say it's a genetic thing. It happens yeah. within a family. But it was I don't know. And may I mean maybe I triggered her, and maybe all of a sudden she was remembered. Uh, yeah. But it was like it just didn't feel. Yeah. It didn't you said feel the keyword that unlocked it or something. Yeah. 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 That's why I went for Brad. Like maybe psychosomatic symptoms. The doctor's like, well, fuck, it must be appendicitis. I push here, it hurts here. He's saying it hurts here. He hurt his friend's symptoms, and like it's just Might better well safe than sorry. Yeah, cut it out. Shit. Maybe no, nothing was wrong. I didn't with it. tell him. <laughs> no, they're not going to fucking do surgery on you. Fucking well, I thought, I'm wondering, is there a blood test that tells you your appendix is fucking? No, they do It's fucking giant. It's like the size of your thumb, and it's supposed to be fucking like tiny. Oh you wow. Know? Mm. Yeah. No, and it fucking hurts. Like it's not a fake pain. You know right, what I mean? Like right. it's no, a people, real fucking fake pain. pain's real pain, man. People have yeah. psychosomatic. Well, that's shit. that's true. I mean, there there's uh yeah, there's sympathy shit that happens, man. There is like uh women are pregnant and men gain weight and <laughs> yeah. shit, you know and get fucking sympathy fucking cravings cravings and, and fucking shit get yeah. on their period and shit yeah. <laughs> there's fucking yeah. guys that have like fucking pms yeah that's funny fucking yeah bitches humans are weird what happened like <coughs> symptoms what's happening allergies have been killing me yeah allergies have been week, bad the rain uh, i yeah i i really think like there's something <clears throat> to and i've always i've always thought like you know what i mean and and people have said it and you know it's it's been you know a thing for a long time, but I really think like we're our brains are so fucking powerful. Yeah, like I I really think like we're we're not even on like what we I think what what we can do and what we do do are, Dude, are those monks can dry a wet sheet. On yeah, their that's body that's what I'm saying. Like brain. like I I really feel like you know like you know you get cancer and and some people are able to cure the cancer. Yes. Uh, with an attitude or with Man, a mindset. I mean, think or, about it. Like you know our I mean? body just through like metabolic processes can burn fat or yeah. like build muscle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It, the potential is there to do yeah. anything. You know what I mean? So yeah, if so you like had control moving, over it. Moving matter <clears throat> with your mind. Like you're talking about like, oh, can I move that fucking. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I, 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 I think. I was talking about being on a diet. I you're think, ever here like a Jedi. No, I, I, <laughs> I think down. though that, that <laughs> on some level. I think there's just a disconnect. You know right. what I mean? I, I really feel like, and this is obviously crazy talk, you know what I mean? But but I mean, in theory, I think if there was some sort of like, you know, jumper wire to wire our brain to this thing that we could tap into the molecules right. that we actually could do I mean well, we're I mean, fucking magnetic. The, Everything the, is magnets. Here's you know? the hard fact. <laughs> what are magnets? <laughs> you just want miracles on it. But yeah. here's the hard no, fact. No, but I'm saying we are like, magnetic, you know. When like, I pick up my phone. Thing. Nothing like the matter, quote unquote, of my hand is not touching this phone. Technically, yeah. It's all space. It's all gaps where nothing is touching 
but somehow you're pushing a proton uh, that's like, pushing yeah, electron. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. So it's like, why couldn't I do it when the phone's over there? Yeah. Like, I'm not touching that's it. That's what now I'm saying. Either, I really feel know? like it's just a jumper wire. We just like, got to crack the quantum. It, it's and just, we're there. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's something that we're missing. Right. In our, it, it, whether it be in our evolution or just in our minds, you know, knowing right. um, that I really feel like, you know, because we can heal ourselves. We can, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like just by thought, like if you're depressed, just by changing your thoughts and stuff, you can, you can, you can change the way you feel. Yep. Uh, and, and so it's, it's one of those things that I've always thought about, but you know, then on the other side of it, well, how, you know, how is it possible? Right. You know, you, you, it's, we don't know. Dude, well, because, a, as soon as you, because as soon as you say, how is it possible? It's no longer possible. Exactly. Yeah, well, your brain mm -hmm. kind of breaks right. thinking about right. it. There's like a you clip. think about it in your brain. Breaks. There's a clip on Instagram rolling around today, actually from Joe Rogan. And it's fucking not Jim Jeffries. It's the other Jim guy. Jim it's Jones. the goofy guy from the fucking, uh, stoner movie with Jim fucking, Jeffries, the guy who molested all the kids. I can't think if you keep doing that, but. Anyways, he knows this guy that has a brain injury. Jared Johnson. And the, the doctor says, you're not going to walk anymore. You're in a wheelchair. Your fucking brain's not going to heal. This is a permanent thing. And he fucking decides one day, like he hears Metallica's coming to town and he wants to go to the concert. But he wants and to walk. He doesn't even try to get up, right? So normally, he's fucking sitting there doing nothing. His fucking wife's sad about it. And he tries to fucking get up. She comes home. He's like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm going to go to Metallica. I got to get to like, I, I got to, I want to go to Metallica. So they start going to Metallica concerts and then they start following the tour. And then he, next doctor's appointment, they're like, I don't know what you guys are doing, but something's up. Like there's activity in that fucking area of your brain. And so they follow the fucking Metallica tour and he starts to get better because his brain, like some kind of happiness, fucking crazy connections wow. happening where his brain activity resumes in the part of his brain that was hmm. damaged in like Iraq from so some you're fucking telling me shit. terrible music will mm -hmm. heal people. Will heal people. Yes. If you yep. love Inner Sandman. I don't. Yep. You can do I it. I really dislike Metallica. Yeah. Well, something that you like could do that though. Right. So the thing that started to make me go, hmm, with Stryber, mm. A, Take he, to Arsenio. He's, he's already, uh, when I was, when I saw that he was the fucking vice president of an ad firm, I was like, okay, so you're an expert in manipulating. Mm -hmm. Okay. Second was. And psychology. He wrote a novel. This can't, this can't be a good novel called Cat Magic. Oh, that's a bad name. Absolutely. So fantastic. He co-wrote co it with a guy named Jonathan Barry. Who, it's so complicated. You have to co-write it. Yeah. Like you have to have a co-writer. So Jonathan Barry was uh, on the book and on the intro and everything. It said that he was a consultant for the aerospace industry and that he was a practicing Wiccan. So I, I wanted to know, because I saw this and I want to know from your perspective, what is the purpose in trying to have a false ghost writer person on there? Why would you do so, that? Because it's about witches. And you're now saying an expert. You're yeah, saying you that expert. my co-writer is a witch. But is yeah. that so a practice my information, or is that blatant lie? It's a blatant lie. Okay. And then in his second, in uh, in the re-release, the second printing a year later, this was in '85, and then in '86 or '87, um, when they did the next one, he admitted in the introduction, "There's no such person. Right. I created him. There is no co-author." Mm. But again, that was like, if I want is to that be frowned upon. I mean, like, like in like, you'd that's be like, pretty weird and frowned upon. I mean, if if you're only doing it to add legitimacy to your right. discussion of witchcraft, that's fucking yeah. You've just gotten rid of your legit. That's yeah. a weird yeah. move. Everything you said in the old <clears throat> book, right, stands right. fucking right. doesn't stand anymore. Yeah. So this is the backdrop. He's written, and I skipped over a ton of books. He's writing books. He's making money. He's a very successful author. They're making movies out of his out of his uh, books. And on December 26th of 1985, 
And again, it's hard to get all the details of it down without fully going through communion. So, and I know you just watched it recently. So I watched the movie, but then I did read in an interview that he said he was not happy with the portrayal of him and he wasn't really happy with the movie. Right. But I think he was mostly saying he wasn't happy with uh, the portrayal of him. Yeah. Yeah. They said they took some liberty in dialogue and whatnot. And I think, yeah, he said he didn't like the ad lib dialogue as well. Yeah. So he said that he wakes up to a strange noise and he saw like, this is like the first version of the event. He wakes up to a strange noise. He sees a small non-human entity approaching his bed and then, and suddenly it's morning. Like that's it. That's the event. That's the event. Um, he he's disoriented and he's oddly aggressive. Like he's not himself. He's really fucking pissed off and agitated when he wakes up. Um, and, um, none of the details of what else supposedly happened come to the surface until he starts going through hypnotic regression several years later. Um, so the, I don't even know. Like I said, it's all out of order in a weird way. I mean, in the movie, there's like an event where they have like a couple come up to the cabin with them and there's like fucking bright lights and everyone kind mm-hmm. of sees it to the point. And I don't know how much of this is like dramatization, how much was real because I watched his event and they really just talked about like this one event where when you get into the reading, it's like, man, he goes and fucking greets them and has communication with them. And there's a fucking implant involved and like doctors and shit. But on in the, but again, those, those are from, because the the story that he tells, whether it's true or not, but when Communion came out, and he even said this in a Larry King interview, when Communion came out, I was still trying to figure out if any of this was real, if these were real entities, if this was all a delusion, what was real, what was fake, what yeah. did my what was my brain playing a trick on me? He's an author, it's, it's <clears> but hard. then like, but then supposedly he he went to uh, a couple of different psychologists and shrinks and went through hypnotic regression. And then that, then he pieced together what really happened during the events of communion. And then his second book, and it's in my notes somewhere, it starts with a T. Transformation. Transformation is when he gets into more of the accounts. And I think the communion movie was communion with a couple of dashes of the other one added to it. The problem is he's so like, it's, you know, he's so laterally biased, you know, because of his profession. It would be like if an NBA player was like, yeah, man. I was just on the basketball court and the balls just started fucking coming off the rack and going into the hoop. You know what I mean? You'd be like, mm, motherfucker, you're an NBA right. player. Like you're probably right. throwing those in there. Yeah. Like it's this weird <laughs> yeah. thing where you're like, have this right. parallel of what you do is what is happening. So it's hard to believe the guy. I so it is hard to believe. So, okay. So again, I don't know if this was the same event. And I multiple, love this shit. I want to yeah, believe it. Yeah. I don't know if it's the same event or multiple events or whatever, but there's multiple events. I mean, he even says like I, they've, they've come regularly to the point through life. hypnotic regression that he's like, Oh, it's been happening my whole life since childhood. Yes. Yeah. So I don't know if it was that first thing or not, but at one point, the one that really stood out was that he, um, they, this was so he says that there's three different categories of beings, okay, that abduct him and fuck with him. I felt like it was there, two, and then that was the men in black showing up. But well, you that's say the three, third, yeah. that's the third. So one is oh, it's like men in black's just the government, one though. is the dwarves, right? Which kind of look like Jawas on steroids, totally. They're, They're like just like thick, buff, weird, thick, ugly face, yeah, ugly face, short, you know. Uh, from what I remember, like he said that he never even necessarily thought that they were sentient. 
and that they might have been like servitor races or creations or something. I call those the what you talking about. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, I agree with that yeah. title. The Coleman. So, so there's the yeah. what you talking about. <laughs> what you talking um, about. Then there's the Greys. Yeah. Who are the masters? It's like the greys are too thin and frail, and they don't do anything physical. So the dwarves do it all for them. Yeah. So they when talk they, through telekinesis, like there's yeah. no when the greys. So in, in telepathy. one telepathy. Well, telekinesis, 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 that's where you're moving things. Your mind, right? They do that too. Yeah. <clears throat> one of the um, like one of the encounters that he remembered through regression was that several of the dwarves barged into the house, grabbed him. Dragged him out into the woods. Were they and whistling? He no, that would that have been would fantastic. Be <laughs> Sleepy and sneezing. <laughs> yeah, one of them. One of them was sneezing. arguing the whole time. Are you just mad about <laughs> and it? One of them was. What is grumbling? And yeah. they dragged him into a room, and he's in a cabin in the middle of the woods. There is no room, obviously. A cabin in the middle of the woods. Exactly. Dwarves. Yep. They drag him into the woods. Is and there an apple involved? And then Doc shows up. <laughs> And sticks a needle behind his ear and injects something. This motherfucker. And that's one of the things that that he remembers. I think he I, remembers <laughs> terror. He said that every time it would start to happen, he was either paralyzed, mm -hmm. completely paralyzed, like he was sleeping and couldn't get up. Unless he did, had a kiss did from the, a. The movie kind of did they depict <laughs> the, the tone, or I mean the tube. Like, did the movie show like a metal tube and they like zapped him with it to make him? They paralyzed? showed like a fucking Doctor Who fucking zapper on yeah, his head. That, yeah, like paralyzed. It made like electric noise. Yeah. And then, um, but the, so the the gray would zap him, and then yeah. the dwarves would carry like him a zapple, whistling. maybe. Like he took a bite out of a zapple, the snap. A zapple yeah. sounded like. I like yeah. that. Zapple, you know what's yeah. weird though is it all seems very antiquated. Like, why would dwarves carry you off? Like you're in this fucking thing that can travel light years potentially. If it's aliens and if they're from an outer space, they might be from the fucking hollow Which, Earth. and to this day, or another he's, dimension he's or never made the claim that any of them yeah, yeah. are aliens. He calls them the visitors. He says they're the visitors. He says that they are intelligent, non-human beings. Huh. That's, yeah. that's all he's willing to say. But So those are the two categories. And then the third category is men in black. Whether you want to say men in black are humans and part of the government a lot they of people cars, dude, but a That's lot of people that talk about cars. men in black say that they don't look right. There's something wrong with them. They're not quite human. Why they drive it a depends car, on Why the, they drive a Buick, like almost like Slenderman, you know, like the Slenderman. It's almost know, like can, they're creations where they're left here. And it's like, all I have is a Buick. Yeah, like they drop me like, off. Like, they're like, shitty Uber. aliens. Yeah. They drive a shitty car. <laughs> right. It, it's like the well, inconspicuous. Like Star Wars Episode One, where you have like a catapult shooting like a fucking photon ball. You're like, what the fuck's happening? Why do you need a catapult if you have this fucking photon explosion grenade? Like, it seems like if you're this future race, why do you have a Buick? It's all very weird. You know what I mean? Because they dropped you off. I don't know. <laughs> they dropped you off. <laughs> Like yeah, you're I, trying to pass, like you're yeah. passing as a human. Yeah. But I'm I feel like you could be invisible or something car. instead and just show up where you're at. But yeah. maybe I'm confused about what the technology they do have. They have this, but not that. Right. You know what I mean? That's the thing. They can get you here. Yeah. And then you're on your own. Yeah, look at Terminator. Well, they had to show up naked. They couldn't yeah, bring their clothes. Exactly. They had to show up with yeah. butt naked. Here's some quarters for Donkey Kong. Yeah. Get and, the fuck out. steal some biker clothes. <laughs> we'll be back in four hours. Like, um, So the... One of the accounts that he said is he says that there was a man and woman in dark clothes. They were accompanied by people outside. I could hear them talking. I do not know who they were, if they were in league with aliens. So I guess he did call them aliens at one point or if they were some kind of military group or what. But I do know 
<clears throat> that the means they used to put, he talks about a device in his ear, an alien implant, were unusual because there was no scar. And when I tried to get it taken out, the doctor made an incision and the implant proceeded to go from the top of my ear down into my earlobe on its own, avoiding the doctor's scalpel. And that's a crazy thing to talk about. But again, I'm like, what our, doctor medical report? Who's this right. fucking guy? But in the matrix in the, in the I mean, we had we did that episode on alien implants. And that is a story that happens every so often. The implant will move. You can't catch right. it like whatever. Um, like he got a jackalobe. He got a corner a of it of implants, which he analyzed. It had a metallic base with uh, proteinaceous cilia attached to it. In other words, it was a biomechanical device of some time. And then he gets it sounds all like fucking, a steampunk lamp. It's crazy, me. man. Instead of trying to get rid of it, I began to focus on attempting to figure out what it was and whether or not I could make use of it. I made no progress for nearly thirty years. Then suddenly, I noticed that when I'm writing. If I look against a white wall, I see a slit in my eye and there are words racing through the slit faster than I can read them, but they are subliminally readable by my brain and they're reflecting and working with my writing. The implant doesn't tell me things, but if I think about something I want to know, it comes in funny ways. About two weeks ago, I said to the implant, Tell me something that is essentially important to the new book I'm working on, but which I know nothing whatsoever about. I proceeded to get the most important piece of information that I've probably ever gotten in one time in my whole life. The implant came back with the number 137. It was an obsession of Wolfgang Pauli, one of the greatest physicists who ever lived. It led to his relationships with Carl Jung, the psychologist. My next book is about the nature of blah, 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 and it all deals with one. I'm calling calling bullshit (laughs) on this guy. That's that's what this this guy years later. Like, if I'm willing to, like, here, like, the here's problem the thing. The truth is, is a grandiose embellishment. You know yes. what I mean? Like, maybe something happened. Like, what if you had a friend that this should happen, but it wasn't quite that cool? You know what I mean? Like, right. you have that friend where he's like, oh, that, that did happen. That motherfucker, but it didn't quite happen like that. This, this guy's, this guy's a guy that it, he lies to kick it. You know I what I mean? I think he believes his own like, shit. He's like, you know, he'll tell no, you whatever the, you want to hear just to yeah, hang I out. Think, you know, I, cause here's the thing. Like, again, he's delusional. When I was in my mid 20s, if you would have asked me about it, I would have said, yes, I've been abducted by aliens because of these bizarre experiences yeah. I've had. But I thought past that. Right. Like I dug into it. I researched. I looked at stuff. I tried to like my process of proving to me that that happened by finding the commonalities of all the other abductees made me go, oh, wait, there's commonalities between all these abductees. Yeah. Like there's too much. Like this is some psychological. So it's like. I went one way with yeah. with it, and it's like and this guy's so reading I, words. So out I can of his see eye. where when yeah. he's alone in a cabin in the woods, chupacabraing himself, those nights there, the sheer terror he felt when he wrote communion, he very well might have been like, "What the fuck is going on? Right? Am I being abducted? What yeah. are these things? I have these weird fucking memories. This can't be possible." At one point, when he got dragged out of the house by dwarves, and he remembered it. Um, the neck, he thought it was a dream. And the next morning when he woke up, he was covered in bruises and his ear was red and swollen. And his wife was like, what the fuck happened to you last night while you were asleep in bed? So it's like, that's weird. Been tugging you know? at his fucking ear and sure. sleep though. And fell out. I'm I don't know. Cat bruises, bit my mom and walked by him. Fucking like, yeah. So who, who knows? So I'm like, I'm willing to say communion era, 1986, when he writes communion, 
I'm willing to say he honestly thinks these events happened. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Crazy. Thirty years later, when you're like the crux of the alien abduction, I mean, the X Files came out, and it's kind of based on your shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Like the most but powerful television point, of a decade is based these on false your memories at that shit. point. You know what I mean? And you're going to solidify it more. You're going to be keynote speaker at all these fucking. You told the story so many times and, that you believe it. And it's then a other real people are now. telling you more stories. And it's, it's like, I mean, I think yeah, people just vindicate fucking, your, yep. your, your story. Yeah. I, I think, think about a dream, how real a dream can be. You could wake up and be fucking terrified that some fucking snake monster was about to kill you. And you're like, there's no snake monster. When you wake up, you're like, but I'm still fucking kind of scared. Or your fucking girlfriend cheated on you and you're fucking mad. You know what I mean? Like you wake mm -hmm. up with bullshit like that. How real the fucking holodeck of your fucking brain is right. to create memories for someone that's like not quite able to handle that. You know what I mean? Like everyone yeah. else is like, okay, I know I have a grasp on reality. I know this is real. And that this was is a not. dream. Yeah. This is, there's, a, there's people that are in between. There is a fucking scale a yeah. spectrum of fucking right. people who can handle this shit psychologically and someone might not be able to fucking discern the difference between those two and once it takes hold it becomes a memory right they experienced right. it they saw that shit and i like i said i've had a bunch of experiences where i had sleep paralysis was there something in the room probably not right it's some malfunction of me being between exactly. a wakeful state right. and right. Said a, probably not yeah and right. there's like <laughs> right right part That's of claustrophobia problem. dude yeah. like you wake yeah. up and you can't yeah. move and you feel like something's just out of your fucking line of yeah. sight mm -hmm. like something's just out of line of sight and it's fucking terrifying yeah. i've had it happen a ton of times right you know what i mean and i am susceptible to being a grown-ass man and getting chupacabra that shit happens to me i'm a little fucking i'm a bitch about some of that shit for some yeah. reason I don't oh, know what it is. The hair know. stands on my neck. Right. I don't like taking out the trash by myself. There's some bullshit like that. I'll punch you in your fucking face. I'll fight you. But I'm fucking scared of the unknown, even though I don't believe in it. You right. know what I mean? Right. So there's there's a spectrum of people that are may, way more susceptible to that type of fucking thing. So he publishes Communion, 1987, <clears throat> 86, 87. Um, and he even met with an artist, a guy named Ted Seth Jacobs, and they worked like in like he kept drawing the alien. They basically went through the process of like a police sketch artist. And he was like, so what did it look like? What were the eyes? What was this? And the artist said that he just like uh, Whitley kept saying, nope, change it to this, change it to that. And like <clears throat> he kept trying to make it look more sinister. And he was like, no, it's not like there's nothing aggressive about it. It's, it's just very placid. It's very, you know, very frail. Like you're making it look menacing. It's very frail looking. And even when he started painting it, he was like telling him exactly how to paint it, making him redo it over. Has and over. there ever been an artist abducted? That would be convenient. That would be. Convenient. <laughs> Here's exactly yeah, what I fucking yeah, saw because yeah. I draw really right, good. Right. Yeah, this is so, exactly it. So that's how that painting came to be. That's on the the cover. Um, Maybe that's how smart aliens are. They're like, nope, we're not, don't abduct that guy. He's an artist. Well, no, he actually says that when he in the Larry King interview, when Larry King's like, why do you think they did? Why do you think they came for you? And he said at this point, and this is this was an old fucking interview. This I'm was, a writer. This was that's basically what he said. Yeah. He said, because they want me to tell their story. Hmm. He said, I know another author who was way more famous than I was when it happened to me. And then in the 1960s, he said basically the same exact thing happened to him, but he's not ever willing to talk about it in public. Why the obstruction? So, why, the on, though, right why, there, the, why go through something? Why right. filter it through someone? He right said there, though, there's he's no filtering somebody else's shit. He said that there's no way for them to commute. He said that there's a, a gap in communication between us and them that is almost too wide to conquer. I don't know. Land on the White House lawn and go like on the news. 
say nothing. You're that smart. You can fucking write in our language. You could definitely speak English. If you can make it all the way fucking here and anal probe people, Maybe what are you not. doing in their poop shoot? I can't. You speak, can't speak I can't English. Speak dolphin or monkey. <sighs> I guess you're right. <laughs> I mean, but dolphins and monkey. Yeah, but I we also. And right. if, I, if I show up to where the silverback gorilla is and go wave in the lawn, he's just going to tear, tear my arms, arms off and fucking beat me. I with can't it. argue that with that's, that's what would happen. Like, that's solid logic on all that. The military would show up and try to shoot that motherfucker down. We just want to talk to him first. You know, or I don't know. And he's and he even said, like in the interview, he he said um, that. And he, I think this is in the book Transformation. He said that once he realized they were real and this was happening, and he he started to reach a point, and he was like, he started to try to communicate with them, and it was really hard to do. But they were able to to f- make basic communication gestures with each other, not like physical gestures, but they were somehow able to start communicating. And he basically said. Is there any way you can make this less terrifying? And they said no. <laughs> wow. It's like this is I it. saw in the interview like, with him where he is... described his experience and then had these dramatized scenes in between to like kind of play out what he was saying. And he said that he was paralyzed and trying as hard as he could to smile. And he was like fucking trying to do it and it was just like stroke victim. Like he couldn't do it. But right. they they understood that all of a sudden he was like, Oh, he's not so scared of us and fighting it. He wants to communicate. Right. And they were like trying to kind of work with that a little bit, but it's like, it is what it is. You can't not look like a monster. Right. Because in the movie, man, that's a mask. That gray alien thing is just a fucking mask. And they pull that shit off and it's like, oof, Jesus. But it might also be, I mean, it's like if the, if the, like we go to some fucking alien and pick him up in my fucking Kia. Right. And something about the engine vibration mm. makes those little motherfuckers, they just shit their pants. The yeah. whole time they're in the back seat, they shit their pants. Or it's sexual. And one of, them act- coming. one of them actually talked to me and was like, <laughs> can you make this fucking less scary? And it's like, no, I really can't. That's like, a combustion we're, works. We're driving down the 405. Yeah. Like, like, I got to get, you, stop I gotta get you back Tijuana, home. We got to <laughs> take you back to. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, so unless it's like there's some fucking frequency and it's like, no, I, I don't know why you're so fucking scared. That's some human shit. Yeah. I can't turn it off that's up to you you know like you know our engine does that like or i do that or i don't know so yeah he writes transformation um and then uh he got all fucking pissed off because when transformation came out in 1988 the los angeles times because communion was a number one bestseller in nonfiction. And transformation came out and they read their reviewers read it and they were like, fucking come on. They said there was like some parallels between characters he had written prior, like the, the aliens, creatures or something yeah. looked yeah. like some shit. So that they he described they, previous. So that. they listed it as fiction. Yeah. Um, Is there like a fucking, fucking committee? Off. There's like fucking 10 authors that are like, blah, 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 blah. they fucking make the call and twist their mustache. It would just, just be the editors and yeah. the reviewers of that newspaper. Like Cisco and Ebert. They ain't yeah. nobody. They're just yeah. fucking no, guys. It would just be the movies. book, the book reviewers. Yeah. And it's like really the, I mean, I don't know why he got so and Spencer. I don't know Muggsy why he got pissed Spencer. off at fucking L.A. Times. It's like, who gives a fuck? Like, if yeah, the New York Times does it, you're Times. pissed off. Like, San Francisco, New York, Washington Post. Like, yeah, you'd get pissed off. L.A. Times. Really? Like, I gives, don't know the like, difference. I would have thought that was a big deal. I mean, it's a big paper, but it's not the fucking New York Times. Like, if it's still yeah. listed as nonfiction in the New York Times, you're cool. 
Like that's the gold standard for all of publishing. LA Times versus New York Times, that much? 100%. Really? Like it is It is the only. LA I mean, Times if you, is more Hollywood If you look probably. at the back of a book yeah. and it's it's going to say New, New York, York Times, Times bestseller. bestseller. If it's uh-huh. an LA Times bestseller, you'd be like, what kind of bullshit book is that? Yeah. I have an next LA week, Times bestseller. Next week, fucking <laughs> yeah. Dave's book yeah. gets LA so, Times. He's like, fuck well, there, yeah. There's some porno San, magazines. San Diego are, B bestseller. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's some porno mags that are LA Times bestsellers. So. Um, I'm not versed in the bestseller universe. It's just it's the it's the it's the only one that matters. It's the like New York Times. Is, it's like it doesn't matter what other newspaper it right. is. Like the New York Times is the one with the. And when you say prints. that, it like rings true in right. my head. Yeah. I hear right. it. I'm like, oh. And if you're if you're a serial killer, like the bestsellers list is di- definitely different. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's gonna for be sure. bestsellers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you're looking at real estate rents. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, so anyway, yeah, but it, to say that even back then in 88, some of the newspapers were like, can we just all call this fiction? Like, give me a fucking break. Come on. Yeah. So the one, the one thing that did restore a tiny bit of faith was the fact that his writing took a shit. His, the popularity of his writing um, compared to how many novels, like when he tried to, when he got done with transformation and tried to go back to writing fiction, like horror, like sci-fi, whatever, like no one was buying his shit. Like, yeah, Oh, you're that, went, you're that, you're crazy. the alien abduction yeah. guy. Yeah. Like what the stay in your lane, you know? Yeah. So it's like all of, and even if he just did communion and transformation to try to make a quick fucking buck, it fucking ruined, him. like it ruined you. And now that's all you can do. Right. You know, uh, for that's, a while, that's anyway. kind of like comedic actors. We kinda, talked about yeah, that. Yep. Like you can't take them seriously. They can't, it's hard for them to get a serious role. You know, Adam Sandler, for instance, trying right. to do, trying to do a serious role. Um, people don't take them seriously. And so it's, it's really hard um, and they just have to, st- they're kind of stuck. You know right, what I mean? Like right. They're fucking stuck. So here's, so here's the thing though. This, this was the point in the research where I was like, okay, this fucking guy. So he did communion. He did transformation in 88. He did breakthrough the next step in 95. These are, these all have to do with his alien abduction stuff. Like all of these, uh, the secret school solving the communion enigma. What is to come? Um, majestic, the communion letters, confirmation, the grays and hybrids are all books yeah, that ride the communion. Yeah. Once you're the guy or the guy, you got to do what you got to do. Right. To and his other stuff started to take a shit. The one notable exception was, so he wrote a book and this is fucking weird. He has some weird man in black encounter in a hotel and they just um, keep happening. He, he writes a book about it called the key and he at two in the morning, someone knocks on his door. Some guy in his seventies in his suit walks into the hotel room and is like a man in black and starts having this bizarre conversation with him. He claims there's missing time. He says that they took so it was 30 they, minutes, but it was really two hours because yeah. he wrote down the whole transcript. Right. right. Um, and they talk about fucking, and this is in the late nineties, but they talk about supercomputers become like supercomputers that are designed to build, to, to self human soul, well, to run off the human soul. But then they talk about compute, like the threat of a computer that is able to self learn that creates another computer that's able to self learn. And then they talk about like the, the, you know, exponential, sur- the exponential which went, no one was really doing in 98 when he wrote which is this like, book. Well, that's kind of like that's leading, kind of a, cutting yeah, edge. That's cutting edge. Shit. But always sci-fi authors are cutting sure, edge. For sure. You know, sci-fi 100%. authors. 
regularly come up with the next concept 100%. of what, what exists. Yep. Um, it's easy to say flying car. Research and development right. has to happen to make a flying car. Right, right. Uh, and he talked a lot about climate change and the the notion of uh climate change happening and then it's going to happen very, very suddenly. And he laid out a certain time frame, and he went through all this, all this stuff and talked to this guy. And that led to a, a book called the key. Cause he called this guy, the key master <laughs> ghostbusters. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> so he, at this point in the late nineties, he's like, a a rising star on, uh, coast to coast with art bell. Like Whitley Stryber was probably, and which, he even which did. There is some shit. He starts on that to show, do. Man. He starts to do Dreamland, which right. Art Bell produces. I That's mean, he still podcast, does. He yeah. still does Dreamland as exactly. a podcast. It was a radio show. It might still be both a radio show, syndicated radio show, and a podcast. But he still does it right to this day. Um, Whitley Stryber does, and uh, but he said that um, when he was talking to Art Bell about it in '98 they were like, oh, fuck, this idea of climate change and all this stuff and blah, blah, blah. And they wrote a book called The Coming Global Superstorm, hmm. which was a fictional book. He, he and Art, I had no idea that this even happened. 2004, he and Art Bell write this this science fiction book about an upcoming superstorm, and then it gets made into the movie The Day After Tomorrow. Hmm. So even at that point, I'm like, so this man in Black Encounter got you a book called The Key, and then it got you a book that became so popular that they made a movie that made half a billion dollars globally. Yeah, but and you got a fucking taste of that. I'm not shit. saying I believe the guy, but like the dude that got stuck between the rock and had to cut his fucking leg off and then make the movie 48 fucking hours or whatever the fuck it was, or, you know, whatever that movie was. Yeah. Well, he should have leg off. smelled what the rock was cooking and that was he wouldn't arm. have had any cut his leg off? Sometimes things happen to people that, you know, that are profound and it ends up making, you know, millions or a movie from it because the story is great. You didn't see that? story what know. the guy who had to cut his leg off no i saw i i haven't seen the movie but i know of it the story yeah 48 hours later or whatever yeah something like that i can't remember what's 48 called. you know what i mean so sometimes that does happen hours. if you're hiking and you hear hours. finally the rock has come back to brent's leg yes. just run yeah because you're gonna get trapped under the rock but you know what i mean like sometimes that's your shit you gotta run with it that's all you got that yeah. was the event <laughs> true you know i mean that's the thing yeah, you that gotta happens. run to the bathroom that's with true it. you gotta fucking yeah. just keep it you yeah. know what i mean you gotta keep running with that fucking idea because nothing better is gonna happen in your life right. nothing more right. profound or right. popular nothing nothing's gonna happen you gotta fucking make the money that you can when you can and so you can't blame the guy for that no i can't blame him for that so like i mean my, here, my interpretation it, selling two million books and shit my interpretation like i said i think He's an abductee, whatever the fuck that means. I think it all came to a head around the visitors and the communion era when he chupacabra himself in the fucking cabin. Yeah. I know the fucking fear and the shit that your brain is fucking doing to you. And he wrote that book to try to sort things out. It was a fucking New York Times bestseller. He wrote the next book. It was a New York Times bestseller. You gotta keep doing he it. He couldn't get any fiction books writing. Yeah. And Just then everybody going. wants him to do a fucking keynote speaker at this conference and that conference and hit those books. Yeah, because keep selling people number are one, number one, number one. With this shit. Yeah. You know and keep in mind, obsessed. this is all like, this is like, 
these are precursors to the X-Files. So right when his books are hitting their stride, the X-Files is the show <laughs> in America. And everybody wants to yeah. learn about aliens. And you're you're either looking at this guy or you're looking at the whatever the fuck the guy that wrote Beyond the Pale Horse or whatever it was. Like those are the two guys that you have to go to to yeah. deal with alien shit. This is one of the source codes of the idea of gray aliens and all the David Duchovny shit. And it's like, so he's like the right guy at the right time. And like I said, he falls into it and writes a good... You know, uh, what 10 books or some shit about yeah. the, about that the one thing though like it's one thing if you're like okay you're gonna ride with this you're gonna run with this as long as you truly kind of believe it but that texas shooting thing that i saw in your fucking notes oh, yeah, i didn't yeah, come I across totally that skipped over that's that. really a big deal for his credibility yeah. because he tells in detail in communion de- yeah in detail, or was it a transformation he says that he was at the texas campus university shooting where the guy was in the fucking tower and shooting people yep. and he talks about like a little kid riding on a, on a bike and his head exploding and these girls are getting shot and the odor that's coming from their fucking colons and their intestines bleeding out and another guy getting shot in front of him trying to rescue them while he hides behind a barrier like these very very detailed fucking things and it turns out his mom's like nah he wasn't even fucking there he was like over here he wasn't on campus yeah. at that point in time he never yeah, was it's there in, it's in communion yeah, and he says he was <clears> there <throat> then he admits oh you know I was never there I don't know why I told that story and then he goes back to oh wait I was there and you're like, what the fuck? I don't know Which why was it, I wasn't there. I don't know right. why I said. And why that. would you have? And then they're like, hey, no kid got killed on a bicycle. No, that no. didn't even happen. That's not part of that shooting. And here's the thing: when Transformation came out, he changed his mind and decided <laughs> that he. So he said, no, I. He said, I. I saw the shooting. A bunch of flat came out when reporters called him on it on a live show, and he said, I don't know why I said that. I didn't see it. And then when he wrote his next book, he was like, No, 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 I did see it. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I just, this guy's fuck? got no credibility. That's me. the problem. Like he loses credibility. Like, I yeah. want to believe a lot of this shit because it's cool and it's kind of the basis for all the other stories. He was early like enough. Like, if he had just kept his mouth shut about that. And like, here was the other thing. He not said one, anything about that. Here's one other thing that made me go, come on, man. I think this was like the final fucking nail in the coffin for me. So he talks about the key and the, the man in black key master who comes yeah. and talks to him. And, um, he said that he was transcribing the conversation as they were talking. He asked, do you mind if I write all this down? And the guy was like, go for it. So he writes all this stuff down and he says, quote, it's 80 to 90% accurate. Um, and then in 2011, they printed a new edition of it, which contains significant differences from the original transcript. Sinister people. Uh, yeah. And yeah. he said this was the original transcript. The first one was censored by sinister people in the publishing industry. Mm. And I was like, come on, dude. So now there's sinister people censoring your conversations with men in yeah. black. Like, and do you now, know how oh, publishing now it's works? Okay. Like there's, there's not a way that that book got published without you signing off on every fucking thing in it before it went to print. You, you have to fucking, not you have to initial people. every page. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You sign the fuck off on it before it goes to print and you signed off on it. That's not sinister people. That's fucking you. And he, I mean, yeah. he was early enough to the claim that there weren't like tons of stories like that other than like support groups for people that were mm-hmm. having that, which mm-hmm. might've just been the sleep paralysis phenomenon, you know, and right. they're having some similar thing that's been sort of embellished and twisted like him because yeah. they might have the same psychological disposition yeah. it was after betty and barney hill but you know what i mean like they might have been in trouble for having an interracial relationship and fucking right. made up some crazy right. story <laughs> but their story is cool too and larry um, king flat out says his his exact question was how do you know you're not crazy right and yeah. his response is over the years like the immediate year and this is when he was 
on the book tour for Transformation, which is only like two years after communion. So this was like right in the heat of it. The 88 or whatever. Yeah, something like that. And then and he said, um, I have received thousands of letters since communion came out from people who have never wanted to share their stories and they all shared with me in detail what went on after and, they read his story. Though. Yeah, but that's he, your and, sister. And, no, no, no. But here's the thing, though. But he's like, he says that they all included things that I didn't mention in the book, and that they didn't, they don't know each other. But they're all like, he said, this is when I started to see this through line of what it means to be an alien abductee, and I realized I'm not crazy, and that I agree with. Because that was kind of like the research I did. It was like, oh, yeah. this is what everyone claims they're going through. It means I'm not crazy, but my conclusion is it also means I wasn't abducted by a but it might the be other, The other problem with that, too, though, is that this guy now has tons and tons and tons and tons of information now yeah to keep him going yep. through the years so my problem oh, is though sure. like, like as far as like the the it, symptoms and it could what's be happening. a phenomenon in a psychological experience that's so complex that we have trouble explaining it so it's at a new level if it was like heartburn and he wrote a book about like i had this crazy thing where my chest burned but i didn't die right you know what i mean like and, and like you like you we were at some level where he couldn't explain heartburn that sounds terrible if you wrote a book a bunch <laughs> of people would write you letters and be like i fucking had that happen too i was eating pizza one night and fucking spaghetti and fucking yeah. whatever and it happened this to me happening. my chest felt like it was on fire but nothing i never caught on fire like some stupid shit yeah. could happen you right. know what i mean right but it's just some next level shit it's like santa claus versus god you know what i mean santa right. claus is magic and he can make it everyone's santa fucking claus house wins. You know what I mean? And then there's God's like, oh, how does he do that? He fucking, he's omnipresent and he fucking has heaven and all these things and can bring you back to life. There's, it's just a next level of heartburn is what I'm getting at. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> so like, it's alien above, abduction. Yes. The heartburn. next level you of heartburn. You can quote me on that, bro. Okay. Quote me on that. It's That's just something that we can't, it's a, it's a more complex, <laughs> it's a more complex experience to the human condition that we can't explain. Right. And so therefore, yes, you have commonality amongst the masses, like how your sister had sympathy for you, like the sympathy pregnancy mm -hmm. thing. And yeah. she started telling her ghost stories and fucking alien stories. You never know. Maybe but a, maybe to the power happened. of 10, you know what I mean? There's right. 7 billion fucking people. So you throw your story out there and everyone's going to be like, yeah, because they're the fucking beaver building a dam. Not really. They're just in it's India just and they're the power in of China. 10. It's just the same shit. It's just something different. Right. You know what I mean? Like I'm just saying this, it's the human condition. It's probably something that we experience yeah, and it's some weird exactly. thing built into exactly. our physiology, our psychological. And and we have it happen, but we can't explain it. So we fucking build the shit around it. Like the like if you look at that wall long enough, you're gonna see fucking a face somewhere. Right. There. Well, right. those if are not, it's just plaster. No, we made a face. I mean, that's the cloud thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. You see Mickey Mouse in right. the clouds because that's what we that's what I'm saying. It's with, just another you know? version of that, I think. Yeah. Where we and guess what? Folklore like, around it. When I'm a kid and my brother and my mom never saw the white owl that I always all we saw out my window. Um, and it's like, because I was a horrible insomniac, even as a child, my mom okay. went to bed at six o'clock and my brother slept in his bedroom in the basement. So if anyone is seeing a white owl, it's you at two I'm, It's me and my dog shadow at two in yeah. the fucking morning. Everybody else is fucking asleep. Right. And I was the one who saw the white owl. Yeah. I mean, it is creepy that it was always like right by my window. That's a little. Did David suspect. Bowie come in with tights and a fucking giant cod piece and some crystal balls? No, that, oh, was, well, that was my neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> So I don't know, man, the, the, this research really kind of dethroned Whitley Stryber for me. And that happens sometimes. Like, no, it does. Like you I said, like I need a triangle more like, eh. eh, like yeah. I full, I fully think the lore, I the think lore a, around it yeah. is better than the actual yes. story. I think there's so, a good chance yeah. that, like that our podcast. He, full, yeah, <laughs> he fully believes what happened in communion. And he did at the time 
but I think I think he it turned just, into bullshit. I think he just fell into it. You yeah. know, I, I think back to the yeah. the fucking Paracon in Kansas City. And when we were both sitting there and that fucking woman came in and was talking about crystals or crystals. And then someone asked about something else. And she started talking about the time she was abducted by aliens. Then she talked about the time she saw a fairy. You can't do all about the times that there was a ghost. Yeah. Then she talked about a demon that was in her basement. I'm like, okay, okay. You can't check all all the the other things. Great. Demon in your basement, bitch. It was just, you can't have every experience. But she fully like, you could just see, See in her it, eyes, yeah. she fucking believed it. And she I was, think the more she does cons like that, the more she believes it. She, she was like, ran the, in, she what was else like, is going to visit she her? She runs into know. someone else who's yeah. had a demon in their basement. Is she, she having sex with them too? Like that would be fucking Maybe. Fantastic. She was like the Bo Jackson of fucking paranormal, yeah. dude. <laughs> <laughs> there are those, you know what I mean? There, there's, you know, she's got a picture yeah. of with all of them, you know? Oh, yeah. Man. No, that was quite a presentation. Yeah, yeah. When it went from the, like the fairies, I was like, that's it. Like you, you did the hat trick. There's nothing left. Bitch. You've got ghosts. Yeah, no. You've got fairies. You know, she you've watched, got aliens. You've got crystals. She watched True Blood on like, fucking HBO. Yeah, exactly. And Even now, the paranormal people, yeah. when you say fairy, that's like going full retard. Right. Like, come on. Fairies. Yeah. yeah. Never, you never go fairy. No, never you go, never, never go, go fairy. Go fairy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the demon in the basement almost redeemed her from yeah. fairy a little bit yeah. it's like at least like as if someone just showed up and talked about the demon in their basement you're like okay that's a weird one i gotta yeah. this this <laughs> one i gotta hear huh. but yeah. it's like when you start when you led with fairies yeah. like except for except for the demon in the basement fucking there's you know you have um what is it, the conjuring or, right you know conjuring right. like yeah that's there's fucking that's funny demon that we're okay with the demon like, in the basement but fairy goes crazy it's like eating the yeah. ass of a cow, and you're like, I'm not going to eat its brain. That's gross. No, that I think gross. they're both just as ludicrous, but at least the demon in the basement is an interesting story. Yeah. yeah. Like, all your, the only thing that's going to happen with the fairy is you're going to have a blurry picture on your cell phone. Mm-hmm. Like, the demon, the demon in the basement, like, I'm expecting something fly. interesting yeah. going on, you know? Yeah. yeah. All right. Episode uh, 564, the Shaolin Warrior Monks. Um, Justin Gonzalez is going to win a t-shirt for sharing on Facebook. Thank you for doing that, Justin. You know what Uh, they call him? What do they call him? Justin Gonzalez. (laughs) They they do. His close family and friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Justin Gonzalez for short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We don't want to call him his full name. No, no, no. It's It's just Gonzalez. Yeah. Can't even do it. Middle names. Yeah. Yeah. Like the Tetragrammaton. Yeah. It it represents a character that we can't even pronounce. Exactly. (laughs) It's deep, bro. It's like the symbol that is Prince. Yep. Um, thank you. Frankie Pigeon's going to reach out to you and get your personal information, your shirt size. If they ask anything more than that, be suspect. Um, just give them your shirt size and your address. That's all the information they need. Anything outside of that is probably over the line. So thank you, Justin. Um, answer those questions and I'll get a shirt sent out to you. Um, I, I think I have everything shipped on Patreon and prizes right now. Nice. Short of all of a sudden the postal service and or fucking, I don't know what, fucking brexit shit's going on over there but hmm, the uk hmm, 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 and or canada as well has fucking new vat tax craziness and they're trying to make us like file quarterly taxes for like selling merch there but i'm giving you shit and it's like presenting a problem like my shipping options are limited so if you're in canada or the uk and you're waiting on something yeah. i'm trying nice. i'm fucking trying yeah it's probably, country. Trying. It's probably it's the your, same way in australia yeah too, it's just yeah. shit bag country yeah australia can't not even ours. have google anymore what the fuck is happening over there yeah. they're not even allowed to have google that's fucking crazy talk so, but I, I shipped the stuff to the UK and unchecked the box and just rolled the dice. So either the fucking British IRS is going to come get us, which good luck with that. Try, I guess. Yeah. They call them the British Knights. Yeah. 
They do. Yeah. First night. So yeah. like that. I had some. They got stolen at the North High Pool. Motherfucker. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm trying. Um, also, we are part of the Podbelly Podcast Network. Uh, go to podbelly.com and check out cool podcasts like Robots for Eyes and Ectoplasm Podcast. Both really good podcasts available at podbelly.com. Go check them out. Um, we are sponsored by El Yucateco Hot Sauce. That is our primary sponsor. They are nutritious. They are delicious. I just burned through two bottles of Triple X upstairs. One of them was a vintage. It was a good year. Mm. It was actually in our Geek Fest box. My son oh, found God it. Damn. Oh, And that motherfucker that was one? dark brown. I ate the oh, whole bottle. It had eight. That just, by the way, two weeks ago was the anniversary of that. It came really? up in my Facebook memories. I mean, that's not far off when my son found it. He was looking for Sour Patch Kids. Um, and he was reaching in that fucking box. And there was a bottle of Triple X. And it was. When did you eat that bottle? Over the last two weeks. Yeah. So yeah. that was. That's weird. That's, that's like, kind of weird. That's weird. That's like five years old. I was nervous at first, but I was out of Triple X. And what are you going to do? So exactly. I fucking ate it. It yeah. was dark brown though yeah. that shit was dark it's just dark oxidization brown. dude yeah it just looked it looked a little scary but it, it was actually a little bit of flavor too it was like it was hotter than normal i feel like hmm. it was good um so did that um also um you can get them at most major grocery stores um if you see it in the wild take a picture tag us tag them um every week we give away prizes uh, we call it the hot sack um, so if you're new to the show on Fridays, I generally post some food or some something I made that week. And we ask that you do the same in the comments below. Um, but really, you can do it across any social media, Reddit, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, and we go look for those and we try to reward people for participating in the name of our sponsor. Yes. Uh, take a hot sauce. So do that for us. It helps us a lot. Um, also, check out Print Dirt Cheap. Um, that is the company that makes the stickers that we give out um, as prizes. And we also sell them on the website at sofakingpodcast.com forward slash shop um they're invincible they're pretty amazing um if you don't know what bakersfield is it is a fucking it is a testing it, ground it, it's for the temperature nuclear, of the sun yeah. nuclear sun weapons so in the yeah. summer i mean it's, it's like it's the stepbrother to arizona where trash cans yeah. melt yeah. people um, come here from arizona and fucking think it's hot yeah they're like fuck, people fuck people come here. here from from the mountains you know from like where it snows and shit and think it's cold that's where we live at. It's just three months, though. The rest <laughs> I mean, of the time it's it pretty is. fucking cool, man. But our summer is no fucking yeah. joke. Um, and those stickers from Printer Cheap are still on my fucking window. You know, except for the ones Brad, oh, yeah. Brad peeled off, though. That was a test of time. Yeah, I did Brad got, we traded cars, peel and he off. peeled that shit off there. And yeah. But they've been on there for like five years, some of that shit. Yeah. I'm actually kind of sad because my the oven that you guys installed right. in my yeah. house, it's a fucking convection oven. Yeah. And like once you turn it on, it's like it blows air out and exhausts the convection yeah. going, and it warms the house. Which up? means I'm just never gonna use the oven in like July or August. Uh, I don't think it blows hot air out though. I think it has a fan. Uh, the fan runs to keep it cool. I think. I think. Uh, I'm not sure how that works. Yeah, I, I don't to, think it's because I've only air. been doing it in the in no the because summer, I have my my so my cooktop that I have is induction <clears throat> mm -hmm. and it has fans that come on underneath and it's not it's, it's not, not hot, hot air because okay, that's the thing I'm yeah. worried about. It's yeah, like, I don't ugh. think it's hot air. I think I think it's a I think it's a a, a fan uh, to to keep the shit going through it and it, to keep it at a certain temperature. I'll okay. tell you what though, like my house is like 1941 that I live in right now and that motherfucker has no exhaust. There's just like a hole in the ceiling with a, mm. a like fancy grate over it but does not have a fan and it is a choice to be made. We're like, I don't want to cook tonight. Right. Like we could make the Jornos, that'd be easy. But oh my fucking god, yeah. four hundred degrees for fucking yeah. twenty three no, minutes. No, it's fuck our house. Gonna fuck our house. Can up. we do it yeah. in the microwave? Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> no, it's like, I mean, no. Bakersfield's like yeah. no bullshit. Like if I'm gonna cook, like 
I start thinking about what I'm going to have for dinner at like nine o'clock in the morning before it's too hot out. Yeah. Because if I'm going to heat my house up, I'm going to heat it up at nine o'clock in the morning and then just fucking yeah. reheat that and, shit. In Bakersfield, fucking cereal is a gourmet meal yeah. <laughs> yeah. fucking in the summer. It's also you know? why I just bought a fucking Weber barbecue to cook some fucking vegan shit on. Because even though you're going to die out in the heat on a barbecue, your house is still cool. Yeah, you can right. walk like back you in. don't wreck yeah. your house. I know, man. I, I had my I had a bunch like, of shit hauled off, and one of them being, I was like, that barbecue's fucked. I'm gonna get a new barbecue, new house. But like, too much time has passed now where I, I haven't had a barbecue for weeks, and I didn't realize yeah. how much I used that motherfucker. It still worked. I yeah. saved my propane right, tanks, right. but I gave the barbecue away, and then I was like at Lowe's, I was like, man, I still like these barbecues. I'm gonna buy the same one I just gave away. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. actually, they had a really nice one at uh, Sam's Club. It was like. Uh, it's probably you probably won't want to pay. It was like two ninety nine. No, that's that's mine okay. cost three forty nine for the yeah, one. Yeah, it was like two ninety. Really nice. I was like, wow, for two. Like, I had I the like, really the nice charbroil or whatever it's called, where it's got a, char- a charcoal side a smoker option. So yeah. did my first one. <laughs> <laughs> my first one fucking caught on fire, dude. And I took it back. I almost burned my fucking house down. Yeah, I walked outside, dude, and there was just like a fucking like fire hose yeah. of fucking propane. All yeah, <laughs> that shit's crazy. That shit was scary. But then yeah. the next one, I had that for like five years. I had like the whole time of the podcast. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so printer cheap, good stickers. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Check them out. Go over there. Yeah. Their stickers are stickers are good enough for a tangent. Yeah. yeah. Yep. You put them on your barbecue, they're gonna peel off though. I can't yeah, speak to that. Know. That's just gonna get might hot. Not. Do that. <laughs> I'm gonna do one next time we get a barbecue. Stick it yeah. on there. Yeah. Um check out Jimmy D's Tees. Go to JimmyD'sTees.com. He makes a lot of the merch that's on our website at sofakingpodcast.com forward slash shop if you want to support us. He also makes his own merch and he can make merch for you. If you have a podcast or a business or any reason or need for merch, you can go over there and save some money um, by using code Sofaking Podcast. He also has a there. stud service. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. if you if you need like a lay that a pipe stud, yeah, you mm-hmm. can call him up. It's not him. He knows a guy though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he does too. He yeah. started it. You yeah. know. Just now, you know, not as good as now he's knows, like, he's more like a pimp now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's getting older. Pimp for stud. Yeah, if you don't know better, he will provide the service. But if yes. you know better, you got to ask for the other guy. Yeah, yeah. you got to pinch a pinch fucker. Yeah, he calls yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So check that out. Um, also, check out SKR Apparel at S U I K E R Apparel dot com. Check out Retro Vague. Um, the Bowie shirt is no longer available because I flew too close to the sun, and that design was just way too blatantly copyright infringement. Mm. So if you ordered that and it didn't come, that's why. Um, but um, that's been taken care of, I think. So. Um, on to another design. Did you get a letter? <laughs> Not a letter, but <laughs> they didn't want to print that one, which I know the nature of that fucking... Oh, they didn't want to that print business that. business plan was like uh, not okay, happening. Okay, yeah. yeah, and that one right. was pretty blatant. It was a cool fucking shirt. It was. It was a cool shirt. Rest in peace. Still got stickers on the way for that, though. Um, so those are available. Because we check, know people. Yeah, yeah. But check, out, yeah right. check out <laughs> retrovague.com if you want some borderline copyright infringed <laughs> upon material. Um, that's, all, that's what yeah. we live on. Fucking yeah, yeah, Gary yeah, Coleman. Yeah, fuck yeah. it. I mean, everything. We walk the line around here. We do. It's fun. We're kind of we're kind of what is it john what's his name johnny what johnny cash johnny walker johnny walker yeah we're kind of johnny walker so check that out um i think blue black and red yeah walk that. that line there's a green too and a is white there? i was yeah. just talking uh, about us oh okay. yeah yeah i'm clearly black you're <laughs> <laughs> okay let's All just right. move on yeah that's the only, that's the, that's the only time i'm black <laughs> So it's your turn. It's your turn, Brad. I'm gonna pee my pants, and I'm thinking about a lettuce wrap burger so bad right now. Those are good. Do the two have anything to do with each other? What peeing my pants and having a lettuce wrap burger? Both of them are urgent. I'm hungry, and I have to piss. Yeah, Yeah. well, go pee. I will. I don't need you here. I don't need you here for this. I can't. You can't be trusted. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, anyway, our skull member of the month is uh, none other than Matthew D. Adams, who brought us this delicious Dolomore. Dolomore. Uh, actually, the the other Dolomore, right? He got yeah. us that one, and he this brung one. both of What's those. What's this one yeah. he brung? What's this one? This one's the this wood, one is the wood carriage. Port wood. Yeah, it's the wood carriage. Wood carriage. Yeah. Yep. Uh, big juicy red bone. We big call juicy it. red bone. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's oh, that's a delicious thing. I'm clearly the big juicy. The funny story about that is my buddy Tommy. I was transferring data for him one time, and I asked him what big juicy red bone was because it was transferring <laughs> from a folder, and it turns out it's some genre of porn. Mm. The big juicy red bone. Yeah. That's that. It doesn't sound good, uh, but anyway, yeah. So he, he got us that, and um, you know we we thank him so. Uh, you know, he basically bought his way into the Sculpt Member of the Month, as I said before, and you know this and that. But uh, he sent me an email talking about, uh, you know, he has he has seven illegitimate kids, mm-hmm. and uh, he pays child support for one of them, which he thinks is enough. That's doing his duty, right? And um, you know, he pays you know thirty dollars a month for that for that kid, and uh, the other six, uh, the, he's, he was saying that they can just you know if they wanted to. They could find their sibling and ask for the money. You know, right. they could it, split it up. It's right. easier to let, delegate. Yeah, delegate it yeah, out I, well, I, because he doesn't want to just give them everything. You know what I mean? He wants to make them work to for make it. Them you can't have everything yeah, handed to, to them. Yeah. He took when that statement a, literal. You can't yeah, have everything handed to you in life. When I was a kid, Fuzzy used to send us a check for thirty six fifty every month, mm-hmm. which was our child support money. <laughs> nice and. Uh, like even in high school, like I was so broke that it was like fuck yeah, thirty six fifty. Yeah, like, you're fucking yeah. happy about it. Long like, time ago, and then, uh, but like at some, some point that. when I was talking to my mom, yeah, it just it all went to fucking uh, Penfield Pizza on Mountain Dew for Dungeons and Dragons exactly. nights. Yeah. Like that was the entire thing. And then I was like, so what judge like ordered him to pay each of us thirty six fifty? And it's she division. was like, she was like, there's no, there's no judge. Like that was that's just what he decided he wanted to send you every that's month what you're for worth. child support. Yeah, what a like, weird number. Thirty six fifty, not forty bucks. Yeah, not thirty five. Not thirty six. No, yeah, thirty six fifty. How many kids were there? It was probably just, it was math. just me and my brother. Oh well, that's yeah. a weird number. Even still. exactly, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, because what's that? Seventy seventy three. No, no, but he probably he probably had twelve kids. So he was probably doing a Matthew D. Adams. He was like, I'm going to send each of these 3650. And if he, if he splits it up between all of the kids, they each get 10 bucks a month. (laughs) That's what I was trying to figure out. The math still doesn't work. No, the math doesn't work. It's a weird number. So he might be a terrible father, but uh, he's still our, our sculpt member of the month. And uh, he's bringing us delicious whiskey. Mm -hmm. Uh, He did take one. The cigarette, the cigar one, the cigarette yeah, one, the cigarette flavored, yeah, one. cigarette flavored, <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah. Dalmore. Uh, yeah. We didn't get to try that one. You know, Brent did, yeah, Dalmore Marlboro, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Dalmore Marlboro, yeah. Marlboro uh, Red Dalmore, the menthol, yeah. We didn't get, oh, that'd be delicious, <laughs> uh, yeah. So we didn't get to try that one, but thank you anyway. Yeah. And uh, you know, you might suck it. at everything else, but you're good at giving whiskey, yeah. amazing. Uh, you're a shitty father, but a good whiskey picker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Can you pick whiskey? Yeah, you can. Yeah. Uh, if you're on Reddit, go to r forward slash King Podcast and uh, join the conversation there. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at King Podcast. Our personal Instagrams, I'm at Raised with Wolves. You have Sofaking Brent and Sofaking Dave. Also, check out OUTECO underscore hot sauce, Jimmy D's Tees, and Podbelly. Go give them a like. Go give them a, a follow. Uh, you can check them out on Instagram or, or Twitter, I should say, probably too, and also Facebook. Go there and like them and, um, you know, giving out them hot sacks. Jimmy D does, uh, he does giveaways every once in a while. Yeah, he does. So uh, go on there and check that out. 
And, um, you know, for a good podcast uh, besides ours, go ahead and check out Podbelly and get you something good. Uh, the playlists on uh, Sofa King Podcast, uh, you can search that up on Spotify. And it's under the 2021 playlist. But I also have, uh, there's a couple other ones. You'll be able to find them on there. And that's pretty much it. Go to patreon.com black slash Sofa King Podcast. Support the show. We appreciate it. Uh, all you out there that are uh, members, we appreciate you. And thank you for listening. Don't be retarded. and crafts, I'm arching backs, architect, I built this house all by myself, where was you at, you was standing in the back, you was sitting on another lap, taking pics up, face crack crack, you was never in a trap, you was living in a dorm room, never ever strapped, in sport backpack, matter of fact, you was whack, wasn't you, you was hack, had bricks, you was shack, Lord, fall back, you cap, 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 She busy counting my thousands I lost a lot of money That was a downer Whole fam in position of power Put riches in the community And we started fixing a problem Hey, shopping on the scene With a couple of bands Three like I'm Santa Turning Jacob to a dentist My money stormy Make it rain like Kylie Jenner When I'm on the mic And I spit that rap I'ma kill the track ASAP, I put New York on my back That's a little cyber truck Up on the dash Honey, batter this Stacey dad They getting mad I'm the Lord, I hear all the chat They call on me But I don't call them back I bark like a Q While you cap her cap AKA with the AK She rat a tap, tap, tap Hey, hey